Welcome to Best Threesome Ever, a podcast discussing all things revolving around nerdy pop culture. Probably not what you were expecting, but it's just as fun. Now here are your hosts, Nick, Rob, and Kevin. <laughs> all right, here we go. Best Threesome Ever, episode 80. Uh, fuck me. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be one of those days. Sure uh, is. <laughs> you want someone else to do it? No, I got it. All right. I just, you know, I'm worried about you guys re- overreacting to my <laughs> intro. <laughs> red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow Shut leather. Up. All right, here we go. Best threesome ever. Episode number 80. I'm Nick. I'm Rob. I'm Kevin. And it is St. Patrick's Day for us, and we are drinking... We sure are. It's early in the morning. Uh, He is already feeding me coffee with Jameson and Bailey's in it. And it is scrumdiddlyumptious. A little little touch of sugar for sweetness. (laughs) You're all the sweetness I need. Good thing because I dipped my finger in it. I can go, you guys. <laughs> it's it's fine if if that's what you want to do today. It's uh, I mean I got stuff it's I can do. What we want to do every day, isn't it? Ravi Singh sent me a friend request. No, who? I don't know. We have one mutual friend, and I was not expecting it to be a blonde girl with the name Ravi. But yeah. maybe, probably. Jinx, <laughs> you know each other, Coke. It hasn't gone away, and I love it. All right. So some things have happened. Apparently, James Gunn will return for Guardians of the Galaxy three. That was announced uh, a couple days ago. He will. Yeah, I don't. I'm. I'm. So there's. I've, I've seen a pretty good meme about it already. It was, oh yeah. Uh, John Jonah Jameson. James Gunn, you're fired. Uh, DC's just hired him to do a couple of movies. You're on fire. Get him back here. I need you. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <coughs> no, that makes sense. And and here's, it, uh, I mean, there's a couple of ways to look at this. One, you can look at it as a victory for the cast and the creatives saying, hey, like this was years ago. Look, he has he has actively changed, changed. As, a, as a human, and and you can look at it as a victory for the cast and the creatives for getting him back, or you can look at it from the point of view of Marvel didn't actually really look for another director. So it's almost as if Marvel was like, oh, yeah, you did a bad thing. We're going to put you in timeout for a little while. But don't worry. You get to come back. Like, it, like you could look at it in the inspirational way of like, hey, score one for reason and, and you know, sensibility. Or you could look at it from the cynical point of view of a corporation just, you know, uh, going through the motions to make people feel better. I'm choosing to be the optimist. I know. <laughs> well, but the cast, the cast... I think you can guess which one I like. I know. Yeah. <laughs> the cast did support... They did. ...him, and uh, so, I mean, it's good that the cast... I mean, it's not like they he they fired him and the cast is like, oh, thank God, and then all of a sudden they bring him back, you know, right. so... I'd, I'd like to play the optimist role and, and, and go, it happened a long time ago, you know, kind of like we've all done stupid things when we were younger. And Because of the, the internet being what it is and uh, people getting shit on and shit canned for, um, for things they've done way in the past on the internet, mm-hmm. I've actually been actively going back through and going, I don't... I don't agree with what I said there anymore. And just deleting things. And I'm just like, no, I'm not. I've kept a few things that are controversial just because I'm like, look, that was me then. I mean, that's shitty. But 
It's one of my favorite memes is the uh, the one about the nineties. About the great thing about the nineties was there was no internet, so there was no proof. <laughs> <laughs> That's. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure, you could look at it that way. Of course, you could also look at it in the way of it was the nineties. There was no internet, so there was no proof. I guess if you want to be a pessimist about it. Hi, this is Rob. That's <laughs> that's how he's been this entire conversation. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sure am. Uh, either way, I, I'm a, I, yum yum yum. <laughs> people should, and I and I don't want to make it sound like it's an excuse, but I think I do believe people should be given a, a chance because it's is there a is there a pattern of this behavior? Then it's one thing if it's a one-off comment made a long time ago that was never repeated or that type of behavior was never repeated. I, I think you know speaks of the situation. Well, okay, so there was a pattern of behavior. He did a lot of it. And then he's now come out and said, look, I don't agree with what I said anymore. That was a time in which I did not appreciate myself or didn't whatever, yada, yada. Right. And he goes, I do apologize for that. I should, probably shouldn't have done that shit. But, you know, I'm older now and I can go, that's not okay. Right. Yeah. And my issue is that a lot of people, to counter-argue this, have been like, well, doesn't Trump get a pass for what he used to say long in the past? No, because no. he continues and, and to say it. Let me make oh, my, my fucking point. I'm so sorry. <laughs> God. Hi, this is Rob. He's been doing this for the past three years. <laughs> Best threesome ever. It's- and the counterpoint to that is no, because he never apologized for it, and he still does it. Yeah. Correct. God damn it. I, I love you. I'm sorry. Because he can because he continues to do it and doesn't think he's doing anything wrong by doing it. I wasn't making a counterpoint. I was trying to shit on the counterpoint. Ass. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you. I almost I love you too. I almost <laughs> in the comments from the last Jameson's episode. It's moving real quick through <laughs> you. <laughs> I almost mentioned something about Rob interrupting finishing everybody's sentences or something like that because he did that a lot in the last episode too. It was kind of funny. If you listen closely. It's trying to race the breakfast burritos. <laughs> the Jameson. <is>. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. You know, I have to go rent. Today's episode will have a commercial break. <laughs> I have to go rent a car later. <laughs> oh no. Wait, are you being serious? Yeah. Uh, why do you have to rent a car? Uh, I'm renting an SUV to go move some stuff. Oh, sure. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. I thought like <laughs> you were like I have to go like okay I think the, I don't have to explain the joke to people I no. will refrain from doing that all right moving on um so apparently uh, speaking in the Marvel universe apparently some people were upset because I'm gonna I just said it earlier just fine Michonne's name was left off the top part of the Endgame poster deny Garita <laughs> that is in fact how you pronounce it sure I. I Sure it is. I'm not denying that one bit. Um, You're not denying him that? Uh, no! Get out. <laughs> so uh, she's on the poster, and she her name is on the poster. It's just mentioned below with, like, the other. Right. Um, it's in no, the. It's, well. It, it, you, it's not on the top billing. Are it's, you talking about the original or the new one? The original. The new, the new Endgame poster. No, no, it was, so there was no, a new original Endgame. Oh, they re- and it's at the and top now. Yeah. Oh, is it okay? Yep. After people, okay. So After yeah, the original one. Yeah. So people were having a fit about it, and I'm, which is interesting. Speaking of that, which we'll get to it. Other than the little brief thing, she's not really in the Endgame trailer. That's true. But we'll talk about that when we get to talking about the trailer. Yeah. So, anyways, I. Do you think they made the right choice with putting her name back at the top? Do you think she... Yes. Yeah. Okay. It was a needed correction. 
It's not like the last poster, poster. there are 27,000 posters and like five people on the poster got left out. It's a, it's a lot of names to put on there. But when it's, you know, a poster like, with, a, with a cast and everybody but one. It's a, <laughs> especially the black woman. Especially the black woman. It's uh, an issue. Yeah, yeah. Especially when the, the voice of the cartoon uh, trash panda is on the billing. Then yeah. Yes, you put the black woman on the billing. I don't care if he was in uh, the fifth version of A Star is Born. No. But I'm confused who you're talking about. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper, oh. the voice of Rocket. Oh, because gotcha. a white male who's not even fucking on screen got listed instead of Denikari. Yeah, I, I did notice that. Well, and there's still other names that are listed below that aren't on the top, I guess. So, mm, sure. Do you know her character name, Nick? Because I noticed you called her Michonne. Michonne, huh? Uh-huh. It's Okoye. Okoye, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, no, I don't because I'm horrible with names, so we all know how that goes. Sure. That is very true. I'll, I, I mean, will give you that. Like halfway through that, I was like, wait, why are you bugging him about this? <laughs> we know what's happening. Right, exactly. Because uh, it's thin. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Anyways. Uh, but I said her name earlier before, and it was just fine. So Yeah, he, he did. Before you got here, he was just sitting here going, Mila Josevich, Mila Josevich, Mila Josevich. Sure. But, uh, that, the poster sure is interesting with everybody but Thor and Okoye looking off to the left. Right. Yeah, and Okoye looking off to the side pissed off that her name is not it. Thor looking up to the right <laughs> at where her name should and then subsequently <laughs> was. It is. I did find that interesting too that everybody's looking the same direction except for two people. So I do like that Captain America is protecting Rocket from the rain, though. Yes, that's, and that's what that's I said adorable. when I when I yeah. posted the the poster. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'm like, I like that Cap is protecting his new best friend. <laughs> oh, right. Since his other two went poof. <laughs> Just watched Avengers again. <sighs> it was an interesting journey down memory lane. Everybody looks still so young. I still cried. Oh, the first one. Sorry, I think the first meant. one. You meant the first one. Yes. Everybody's a baby. Everybody I was a... talking about Infinity War. I haven't seen the original in quite a while. I, I haven't either. That's why I when I was at Half Price Books, I bought it nice. because it was there. Nice. Maybe I'll do that. Along tonight. with my Nerd Grab, which I will mention in Nerd Grabs. Oh, I'm excited to talk about mine. But anyways. Um, but moving on with kind of the Marvel Universe, and speaking of Thor, so apparently Chris Hemsworthy is going to be starring as Hulk Hogan in a new Netflix. I don't know why he's doing this. I don't I'd... either. I, I don't either, but I love it. I don't. Why not? I, think, I mean, it, it depends on how they... Because Hulk Hogan's kind of a horrible fucking person. He is, but he th- is. we're talking about 80s Hulk Hogan where we didn't know any of that shit. Because <laughs> there's no internet about, and no proof. Correct. <laughs> I'm sorry to <laughs> like, say that. I'm, it, here's, it, it's, it's my same opinion of like... Uh, and mm, I'm going to get shit on for this. It's fine. It's the same as when you bump to fucking Ignition Remix. Or anything by Michael Jackson. You know they're fucking terrible people. But it was real good. <laughs> and to to be to be honest and to give credit where credit is due to a point, Hulk Hogan was the face of the pretty much the WWF now WWE mm-hmm. in the eighties. Like he the, he really brought that to I'm I'm not arguing any of those particular points. It's just he is like, a garbage I'm, person. I'm I'm wondering how they're going to portray him is is my is my the, point. They'll, they'll probably whitewash over a probably lot of, will. a lot of stuff. I mean that that's my concern with, with Hemsworth taking the role is because while he does take some interesting parts, <laughs> uh, for the most sure part does. he's he's a, a a very cool guy. Yeah. Um, Kevin <laughs> 
I, still my favorite part of that movie. God, I wish. I hope they in the movie. I hope they talk about his stupid movie. Um, still my least favorite part of that movie. Um, what the fuck? Uh, why can't what? I think of the Kevin. name of that oh. movie? Uh, the 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 wrestling. Oh no, the Hulk Hogan movie he did in the or late eighties. Three Ninjas. Nope. Uh, with Zeus, he was a. God, what the fuck was the name of that movie? Fuck. Witness. No. A Call movie that. Hulk Hogan yeah. was in? I yeah, mean, okay. he was the star of it. Uh, Mr. Like, Mom. No, it was like Hard Knocks or something like that. He was not in Mr. Mom, but that was a great movie. Well, what was, what no, was the, I know what you're thinking no, of, what though. was the one where he was some kind of like, like caregiver Hades? where he was... Wasn't it Three like, Ninjas? The Nanny. He, was it Mr. Nanny or something? It, that sounds... It definitely had some kind of play on words with him being a, a well, man I'm looking, nanny. I'm looking right now. Yeah. I'm, anyway. Oh, No Holds Barred. That was it. And... Uh, sub, um, Suburban something here. I'll get it to you. Suburban Commando? That, no, that was... That wasn't that was Schwarzenegger. That was Schwarzenegger. No, wait, that no, was, that was Hulk Hogan because it's under his... That's right. He was Suburban Commando. Uh, uh, Schwarzenegger was just Commando. That's right. It's yeah. a good movie. Yes, he become, he's the interstellar hero from a distant world that visits Earth and tries to fit in with a mundane yet kind suburban family. Classic. But what? No, no Holds Barred is a movie that I was thinking of, which for in 89, when I was in fifth grade, I thought it was the best fucking movie. Game and he was in Gremlins 2, which I posted on our... Did I post it on our Facebook? Yeah, I don't remember. Judge Reinhold wasn't. Fucking crime. But that's the funny part. And he talks to the movie when he's in a movie. And he's wearing his championship belt in a movie theater. I'm like, who wears a championship belt in the movie theater? Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Hogan. That's who. Oh, Ass. Clear. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I should start wearing mine, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, Brooke Hogan made a movie. What? That's weird. That's Was it a porno? <laughs> Oh, it's a, it's, I'm sorry, it's a music video, but it's somehow he was on it. Oh, because he was the janitor. I don't know. Kinda, Dr. Young, that sounds about right. right I'm not going to lie. I would kind of see a Brooke Hogan porno. I'm not, I would be okay with that. Already looking. <laughs> God damn it. Well, we can see the uh, Hulk Hogan porno if you want to. No, thank no, you. No. no, thank you so much. It's a <laughs> No, thank you so much. Yeah. It was enough. Yeah, I'm going to pass real hard on that and not, not like he did. Uh, it was an unofficial one because it was like a security oh, camera. We know. Yeah. We yeah. know. Okay. Well, for the, if the audience doesn't, we're not just talking to each other. Oh, right. right. It was an unofficial. You, <laughs> if you really want to watch it, it's kind of bad. And it's like an awkward. It, it's like an awkward sex moment where like he does a lot of talking to kind of cover up his lack of performance, I guess. And, so. and don't get me wrong. When I say no, thank you very much. Th- this is speaking from experience. I will watch literally anyone's sex tape. Uh, you would watch my sex tape. I would, absolutely. I would not want to watch if my sex If you had tape. a sex tape, I'd be like, why the fuck aren't we watching that right now? <laughs> Rob, why aren't we watching your sex tape yet? What's next on the list? <laughs> <laughs> I'll still, get the- still waiting for those snaps. So, <laughs> aren't we all? Ah, so what's but yeah, next? let's get a big old projector screen in here and watch Nick's porno. It'll be great. I do not want to ever film myself having sex. That's why you do a POV style. That's what I'm I do. You. Yeah. I look so good, dude. <laughs> I bet. I look I, huge. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Dick down, it's fine. <coughs> you seen a, a edited version? I, I have. <laughs> I've seen it in real life, too, unfortunately. <laughs> no, no. I mean, yes, but no. I mean, his dick. Oh, yeah. No, I'm talking about me. Yeah. yeah. I know you've seen my dick, and I know you've seen my dick. Oh, things that we, you know, <laughs> when you've known each other this long, sometimes <laughs> uh-huh. things happen, intentional or otherwise. No, Nick or uh, Kevin sent me a. I know what happened. I, I know the story. Have you seen the picture that yes. he sent me? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Five minutes ago, we literally just <laughs> talked about that. 
I'm having a weird day, you guys. Maybe you should start drinking. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Maybe. Um, yum, yum, yum. <laughs> so apparently they also have started filming the Jane Silent Bob reboot. How do we feel about that? I'm excited. Fine. I'm I'm actually excited. I I I enjoy those characters for what they are. I do too, but uh, Kevin Smith's new skinny face makes his ears look really big. They do. Yeah. Um, but but it, he looks better with long hair. He does. He really does. Mm. Like with his nude skinny, it, it looks better with the longer hair. It truly does. But if you okay. go, but if you go back and watch Clerks, uh, he's skinnier in that, so it kind of matches that, you know, look. that look. But obviously, he's much older now. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I literally just got a notification from Jason Muse, by the way. <laughs> I follow him because he he. Uh, uh, he does Twitch sure. and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and streams his video gaming a lot, yeah, yeah. and it's fucking funny. I believe um, that. So I'm ex- while I'm excited for this, I'm also kind of nervous because of the weird kind of direction that some of Kevin Smith's movies went for a while, you know, with Tusk and all the mothers and Red State. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked Red State. I really liked Red State, too. And then when you hear the story behind it, it's even better that he was pretty much dared to write Red State. Yeah. Yeah. He was dared to write Red State after uh, small town, the the emergence of Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah. Uh, Well, it was was, he's good friends with the guy that did the documentary called uh, Small Town Big Gay or Oh yeah, small town. Small big, town gay bar is what you're thinking. Small of. town gay bar. I thought small yeah. town big gay bar. Anyways, um, big so he could big gay boat rides, right? Like that. He was he was because he that guy uh, <laughs> I forget his name got an interview with uh, numbnuts of Westboro Baptist. I don't want to say his name because he's a piece of shit. So I'm not going to say his names. Yeah. But he got an interview with him. Malcolm. 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 The, yeah. uh, yes, I'm referring to the guy that. No, uh, I know. The head of Westboro Baptist is a piece of shit. Not Malcolm. Malcolm's awesome, um, and it's actually a really good documentary. If you haven't seen it, see it. Um, so he was, him and Kevin Smith were talking about this interview, and he was like, oh, he, Kevin Smith was telling Malcolm, you should write this movie about fucking Westboro Baptist. He's like, you should write it. And he's like, no, you should write it. No, you should write it. And Kevin Smith said, fine, I'll fucking write it. Classic. And then he did it, something that he's never done before, which was every time he felt that he could feel where the movie was going, he twisted it around and was like sending Malcolm like copies of the script every time he would mm-hmm. he would do that and Malcolm was like I'm loving this and then this can all be seen on his DVD Bernard sure Hall, can. Kevin Smith yeah sure can um, it used to be on Netflix which is unfortunate it's no longer on Netflix yeah, yeah. but yes so I, yeah I'm I'm I, I love Kevin Smith to death but I'm I'm cautiously optimistic I hope it'll be funny I hope it'll be in the old style of mm-hmm. the other can't I, be. I don't doubt that he can still do yeah. movies in that vein. No, me neither. Especially if you've seen any of the episodes of like uh, the, any the of the Arrowverse shows Supergirl. that he's directed, yeah. They, yeah. they definitely have his feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Especially the episode that had Jay and Silent Bob in it. <laughs> yes. Gold. <laughs> nice. I like how he snuck himself in, or didn't really sneak himself into, but was in Die Hard. And he was like, I just want to be the guy that they go to, like, that's got the room. I want to be that guy. He and wants to be Ned. Yeah. Not the guy, not only the guy in the chair, but the guy with also a room. Ah. Uh, oh, gotcha. You know, that secret layer that's not really a secret layer because it's in his mom's basement. <laughs> right. Even though he was like 35 or playing a character that was in his 30s or whatever. So anyways, so yeah, I guess we're excited. There's not been much out about it. It's just nope. mainly been a couple photos. Yeah. Shannon Elizabeth. is coming back. Chris as- Jericho, his wife. Chris Jericho? The wrestler Chris Jericho. Correct. Okay. He and, is, and Kevin Smith's wife. You know, yeah, in a movie nice. shirt. <clears throat> nice. 
Um, yeah. Naturally. There was a one, it was just, I just saw it this morning, so I think it was released recently. It was him and Jay Muse and Chris Jericho. And okay. I'm guessing it's from filming because he mentioned the film. I breezed through what the title said. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so Chris Jericho, why not? Yeah. Why not? It's better than John Cena. No, John not. Cena's pretty funny. I, I, yes and no. He is he is funny, but he is not a very good actor. Yes. No. Vis-a-vis the Bumblebee movie. Yep. Although his part in Tina Fey and Amy Poehler did a movie where they were sisters and had to sell their house but had a party. I think it's called House Party or something. I don't know. But they'd have a one last party. Uh, John Cena's in that as a drug dealer. And he is hysterical in that movie. His, his part is very tiny, but it's pretty fucking funny. But then you watch a movie like Cock Blockers, and you're like, eh. I didn't need a whole movie of John Cena. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, parts of it was funny, but um, yeah, some of his cameo stuff is pretty funny. Yeah, g- give him parts like he had in um, that Amy Schumer movie. Yes. Uh, Trainwreck. Yes. Yeah. That was, that was a great part for him. It, yes, he wasn't it was. in too much. He didn't yep. overstay his welcome. The thing yeah. with his dick was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. If he's if he's got a feature role, then he's fine. Don't don't put him as a starring person. He just he can't hold up a movie. I I see what you guys mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, there was rumors that that was a they were really having sex in that movie. But I don't know. Him and Amy Schumer. I don't know. Okay. Acting, acting. I can't pretend to have sex with you. I really need to have sex with you. I don't know. That it feels more of a like you know what? Just go for it. Who cares if it falls in? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds exactly strikingly like something... attractive, gigantic man. I won't mind. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. The yeah. Before we get into trailers, I have to say I recently watched. Speaking of bad movies, I don't know if you guys have seen it or not. I have. I recently watched because it just came to HBO the newest Jurassic World movie. I haven't seen it yet. It oh, didn't don't. look very good. Don't. It is... Uh, it's too bad because I really like Justice Smith. It's... Oh, he, it's P.S. He's the kid who's going to be in the uh, yes. Pikachu. Okay. We've, but talk, we've talked about it on podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but it's not just a conversation between us. <sighs> but we've talked about it on podcast. <laughs> it was garbage. Yeah. I don't <laughs> understand any of it. It is so convoluted. Where the redhead lady is like, save the dinosaurs, because the premise is, is that the, the island that they're on is... Did you just call Bryce Dallas Howard the, the redhead lady? I did. Because I forget her character's name. Or her name. Or her name. <laughs> so I wanted to bring... So you knew who I was talking about. Anyways, premise of the movie. Yeah, she's gorgeous and beautiful. I get it. Sorry. What? Stop. I don't care. I'm going to continue. <laughs> 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 so, where were we? Oh yeah, the, the dinosaurs. Uh, so the, the the island where the dinosaurs are is erupting, and, and they're like, "Should we save the dinosaurs or should we let them let them die or whatever?" Blah blah blah. And she's all like, "Save the dinosaurs! Save the dinosaurs!" I'm like, "Lady, you you were just terrorized by dinosaurs, and now you want to save them." And then when they try to save them, of course, she's terrorized by the dinosaurs yet again. Sounds like Peta with extra steps, but okay. Mm-hmm. And then just they. The the one the um the one doctor that's been in all of them that is so like I somehow became like the head honcho villain of all of them the doctor that creates the dinosaurs who in the very first one was super nice and then B D Wong is the actor's name I don't remember the character's name <laughs> I don't either it's just <sighs> I do too I just want although the, totally. the saving grace of that movie was uh, doc- say it. Dr. Malcolm. Yes. 
it, he's, he's always the saving <clears throat> grace of anything. He is in the beginning. Jeff and in, Goldblum can do no wrong. He's in the beginning. He's in the end. And those are the best parts of the movie. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's just, it was horseshit. Horseshit, horseshit, horseshit. Okay. And if somebody wants to try to prove me wrong, please do. Because there was nothing in that movie that was good. Okay, moving on. Um, so some trailers came out. I figure we'll talk about trailers then Umbrella Academy. Sure. Mm-hmm. Let's start with the Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, a little animated movie coming out. It looks kind of fun. It does. It, I, uh, Graham and I actually feel the same in that we both hate Troy Baker as Batman. His, his really? Joker is fine, but his Batman, he just sounds like he's trying to do a parody of Kevin Conroy, and he just needs to do his own thing. Okay, that's fair. I don't. I, I actually appreciate that he's sort of pushing in the realm of Kevin Conroy, but still doing his own thing. I think. But it. I don't. I don't. I just hear him trying as hard as he can to be Conroy. Okay. And it's. It just feels like a really like if Kevin Conroy didn't give a shit. Yeah. And that. Well, and and that's such a problem when you take over a legacy voice like that. And, True. Um, I mean, you have to. Like everyone, uh, when Billy West took over Bugs Bunny, you know you have to still be able to sound like the character, but also but put that, your own. But spin that's on because it. Uh, you know Bugs Bunny is uh, was a character in and of himself, and that's what you always expect him to sound like. But with Batman, he's had so many iterations. But he but he's become a bit of a legacy character because you identify animated Batman with Kevin Conroy. Yeah. So I understand where what he's doing he's trying to thread the needle on this you know still pay homage to that sound that 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 menace but go his own way too and it, it's it's i feel for the guy he's got a he's got to walk a really fine line especially in this day and age where it's you know fans will you know eat their young to <laughs> because you did something they didn't like like it's like graham like graham <laughs> we love you buddy I love you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, Graham. You're right. I love you, Graham. I'm just kidding. Um, we, it's just, we make yeah. fun of you because we love you. It's true, mostly. Did you? I was going to say, did you buy that or? <laughs> did mine, I? mine was sincere. I don't know about these two assholes. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Graham. I like you just fine. One that too many. sounded one more too many. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded fake. <laughs> I was trying to move the conversation along. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, no, I, I don't hate Troy Baker. What I dislike is uh, the Ninja Turtles. Yeah? All their voices are super, like, they're so, every single voice is so young and so the same. Well, I, I mean, hello, that's, let's take it back to the original Ninja Turtles cartoon where all four of them were Michelangelo. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fair. And, but I think what they're doing is they're trying to, to bring them back to the you know, a, a younger state of their being Ninja Turtles. Okay. Actually bringing them back to be Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah. Turtles? Sure. I'm with you. Because there's been so many different voices, I, it doesn't bother me that the Ninja Turtles sound a little bit different. Um, my personal favorite are the originals from the movie, but that's just me. Even with crazy uh, elf, uh, what's his nuts? Donnie. Well, no, not Donnie. What the fuck's his name? The guy that voiced Donatello. Why can't I think of his name? Corey Feldman. Thank you. There you, you go. I got there eventually. <laughs> and he voiced Raphael. No, Leonardo. He, Leonardo. No, yeah. he voiced. He voiced. <laughs> he voiced <laughs> all of them. I will, Splinter. I, I will Splinter. put Splinter. money on it that it's Donatello because they changed his voice in the second one because at the time he was in rehab and then he came back for the third one. 
Uh, Kevin's looking it up now, so. I will put money on it. It was Donatello. I have a dollar. I do, too. Hold on. He was Donatello. Thank you. There's a dollar. Beat the dude's got 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Kevin Clash was Splinter. Sure was. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Um. <laughs> I don't remember who voiced Donatello. So anyways, Batman versus TMNT. <laughs> <laughs> I got a dollar from Rob. <laughs> you know what? I, and, and weirdly, I don't hate the majority of the voices in the, the newer two movies. Okay. At least for the Turtles, I hated... Johnny Knoxville. No, I, I didn't even mean the majority of the, the voices of the Turtles. I liked all the voices for the Turtles, especially... I thought Alan Richardson was a great fucking Raphael. Mm. But no, uh, in the second one, the voice of Krang. Uh, oh, yeah. Brad from Everybody Loves Raymond. Yep. Oh, Brad yep. Garrett. Yeah, it, it, fucking awful. It was awful. I couldn't listen to it. Yeah, I'm with you. I was it was a bad choice. It was a very bad choice. My friend Tim used to be able to do a really awesome Krang impression when we were growing up and when we would play Ninja Turtles. Uh yes, we played it Ninja just, Turtles. It didn't his deep piercing voice did not fit this squirrely little brain. Um, sure. It, yeah. Just the character needs something higher pitched. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm with you 100%. There was a re- there was another movie I was going to ask you about that was recently I couldn't finish that movie. It takes a lot for me to not be able to finish a movie. Really? I thought the second one was slightly better than the first I, one. You know, the, the first one, while not being <laughs> conventionally good, the sum of its parts, like, individually, were decent. Mm-hmm. The first one? Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I was going to ask you, there was recently an added to Netflix was Batman Bad Blood. Is that any good? Do you watch it? It is, one? yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you have to know a That's, lot about it before watching it? No, not really. They explain mm-hmm. everything okay. going yeah. on pretty well. A lot of the animated movies do, whereas they, some of them connect to others, but they're still really good about giving you mm-hmm. uh, you know, a quick run over of what the fuck's going on. Great. Um, the animated uh, Batman movies, uh, nine out of ten times, are phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. I love The Killing Joke, and I loved um, <clears throat> the other one I can't think of the name of. God, I'm really having trouble today. Mask of the Phantasm. No. Return one. of the Joker. Fuck Ooh, Mask Batman of the Beyond one. Yeah. Oh, so good. So good. Especially the unedited one where he shoots, shoots. his ass. Oh. I'm sorry, what? Mask of the Phantasm <laughs> was the worst Batman movie ever. No. What the? Okay. It was bad. It was only bad because they spoiled it with the fucking toy. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, was yeah, they colossally <laughs> stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, toys seem to they seem to do that sometimes. I mean, not the first time a toy has ruined a movie. Just saying. At least it was pre-internet before there was proof. (laughs) 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 Nothing to do with it. Um, Yeah, trailers. Yeah, trailers. Um, Yeah, uh, I'm interested. I'll I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I'll definitely watch it. Just because the the thought of being able to watch Batman go toe to toe with Raphael and Shredder, that got me there. (laughs) (laughs) It moved a little. More than a little. My good friend. <laughs> I've always loved Raphael. He's been my Ninja Turtle. He's been my Ninja Turtle my whole life. Me too. And he's wearing the original red. Mikey. Does not surprise me. No one should be. <laughs> I should do Renaissance Ninja Turtles. <gasps> kind of like my t-shirt. Yeah, that's fair. So just dress up as the actual painters, but then put like the colored headbands on. Yeah. But then have like the ninja weapons, like you're dressed like Ninja Warriors. Well, yeah. Been, be teenager-ish, I guess. I don't know. Anyways. Teenage Mutant Renaissance Painters. Teenage Mutant exactly. Renaissance Painters. So we got another Aladdin trailer with a little bit more genie and, and a, did. a lot less a lot, blue. A lot, of, a lot of a lot. 
Yeah, a lot of everything. <sighs> a lot of Jasmine. I'm not going to lie. This one pulled it out for me. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm listening now. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening or you're touching it? Cause I'm listening now. Yeah, it's, okay. I didn't know that. F- so I didn't, that first trailer, you guys, that was. We talked. Yeah, we talked about yeah, it. Not impressive. Yeah. No, the second one. <gasps> I'm so excited. No, I, I like that he puts a little little hip hop stank on. Uh, never had a friend like. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like that. I, I was digging it. I'm, yeah. I'm a little wary now about the songs, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I, um, not that I'm surprised they're they're like doing the musical version. I kind of was thinking maybe they wouldn't, but I'm not surprised. I mean. I don't know, but I'm glad that they are keeping the music in there, and, and I'm curious to see how how they do it. I think most of it will probably be the same. I wish I would, we would have heard a little bit of One Jump in the preview when he's running through sure. the town. Well, they can't. They can't yeah, they blow can't. their wad all yeah, over yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know, but they can't. They can't open the curtain all the way. Yeah. Just just a little peek, see a little bit of thigh, you'll be fine. <laughs> oh, speaking of Pink Ranger, though, yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. Her outfits are out of sight in this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And she's a very accomplished singer, so I'm I'm also looking oh, forward okay, to their sure. rendition of a whole new world. Is yeah. the actor playing Aladdin a singer too? Or? No, no idea. idea. I wonder if they. I love it. It's back. <laughs> it's back in full force. <laughs> it is, and I love it. Don't call it a comeback. Speaking of singers, uh, well, we can talk about Aladdin more. Yeah. Let's talk about Aladdin more because I was going to talk about yeah, let's talk about fucking a movie a, a movie we haven't actually talked about the preview for. Or we talked about it very briefly, but the. Uh, the Rocketman movie. Um, oh, sure. Uh, the Elton John yeah, biopic. Where, where Mr. Edgerton is actually really singing yeah. every I single line. I am looking forward to this more than I was Bohemian Rhapsody. That's fair. I am too. Because Bohemian <clears throat> Rhapsody, I could tell from a mile away, was following the same played out arc yep. of every biopic ever. And yep. This one at least looks like it's going to be a little weird. Yep, of course now it's the biopic movie or musical movie biopic because now Netflix has got one about Motley Crue that's coming out that I have no interest in <laughs> whatsoever. ever. Why? <sighs> Isn't it a series based on the book The Dirt? Yes. <gasps> yes. I will watch that. I, I will not because I don't I, give a flying <laughs> fuck about Motley Crue. Got that's it. Fine. I mean, you don't have I to. mean, I love their music, most of their music, not all of it, but most of it. But don't give a shit about their drug-induced fucking. Uh, Parties backstage, yeah, fucking you, people. If you're and, gonna make a biopic about a like a cool like whole band. Fucking do a Zeppelin. Yeah, you want to see yeah. a biopic about them and how oh. weird nerds they are, right? Yeah, yeah and, I, and also I want to. I am fascinated with the idea of having to cast Jimmy Page because that is a weird looking dude. Yeah, this it is, is that that is a weird looking dude, and I cannot. I, I'm trying to figure out how the hell you cast someone as Jimmy Page. Um, the the uh, the um, 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 the Russian Telegraph guy from Deadwood. If you put a longer wig on him and probably made him look taller, mm. he has a similar face to Jimmy Page. Is that it just uh, none the, of the that reference you you pulled out the Russian Telegraph. I watched of the, like nine episodes of Deadwood roughly ten thousand years ago. Yeah. I've just been recently rewatching it. That's why the, the <laughs> Russian Telegraph guy does not He's peak any memories. End, from end of from season two. Show. End of season two. He becomes either, they have a new Telegraph machine in the thing, and sure they. Uh, uh, anyways, he looks. He looks, His face is very much like uh, Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page. Yes. Sure. Robert Plant. I think they can cast easy. Yeah, that that won't be difficult. But yeah. I, to me, a Motley Crue biopic would literally be about literally sex, drugs, and rock and roll. It would be a porno. 
it would yeah, be porno great. with some music. Sounds great, but that's not what it's going to be, and sounds you know that wonderful. they're they're gonna they're gonna whitewash it. They're gonna uh, pander out the the amount of drugs and alcohol they actually fucking did, mm, and probably I, that's the part that is like you're you're trying to make your band seem like it's a lot better than you know it probably really was. Sure, and that's what bugs me about it. That's fair. Not to mention, I don't really fucking care about. <laughs> but Elton John, I'll see. You know <laughs> and we're back. And you know what else I'll see? Aladdin. Oh, God damn it! But the fact that 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 uh, Taron Edgerton is actually singing, and yeah. there's a video of Elton John playing the piano and Taron singing. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it's this. Well, I haven't amazing. watched it yet. I, I know of the video. I mean, I've been meaning to watch that. And then there was recently a thing that Paramount put out that's kind of like the backstory, and they're talking about how. Taryn is actually singing note for note. And yeah. Elton John himself said, I don't think there would be anybody that sings my songs as good as he does. Hmm. And that would be a huge compliment coming from Elton John. So. That's fair. Aladdin. <laughs> Pink Ranger. Pink Ranger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, anymore? We actually did get to see, so Raja is in it. She will have yeah. the tiger still. Mm-hmm. Yep. I wonder if uh, and Abu is in it. I'm, I'm yep. wondering if he's going to kind of monkey talk like he did in the in I the hope cartoon, so, or I if hope he'll he's just still be like, voiced oh, by Frank Welker, <laughs> real monkey. <laughs> uh, yeah, looked a, looked a little CG, but yeah, probably be a well, real monkey. Yeah, of course he looked a little CG. If they call the monkey Jack, I'm going to be really pissed. Why would they call? I don't know. Why would they change the name? I don't. I don't know. I'm just saying. Even in a. But why are you saying that? That's what I don't understand. It follow the no bouncing sense. ball. It's not bouncing anywhere. Just le- walk with me sometime. How can I follow a bouncing ball that's not bouncing? That's I... my point. <laughs> How is that your point? <laughs> I, I'm, we're moving on. Next trailer. New Pokemon trailer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even write that one down. because. Uh, well. Go ahead then, because you take the lead on this one. Uh, so there's a new Pokemon trailer that shows a lot more stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Pikachu even curses a little. Oh yeah, okay. I did see this. I, yes, <laughs> sorry. Um, I was trying to catch up. I'm like, I don't know. If it's, I saw this. We get more of the the scenery. We get even more Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mewtwo. Oh, I did smashing. see this one. Uh, Yep. Yeah. But the, um, the trailers, I think, are doing a really good job of giving us a glimpse into the world. Yeah. Like it, the trailers are doing what they need to do to get you ready for the film, which is world building. And, but, and that's but yet I so still smart. have no idea what's actually going on. Right. In, and that's perfect. All I've got is uh, justice Smith's dad is dead or missing. And so probably missing. And Ryan Reynolds is, is helping. And him. they'll save him with the power of friendship. Yeah. That's like, all I need. Yeah, they, and right. Ryan Reynolds actually cur- like like doing the voice of Pikachu, not just like him talking, but him giving one cowardly Pika Pika <laughs> was all I ever needed in that trailer. Right. <laughs> nice. Yeah. No, that's fair. And uh, yeah, no, I I like this trailer. Yeah. I, I I especially like the moment of like here comes M- Mewtwo, and you're just like <gasps> hot. Also, I believe you said on Facebook that he was number one fifty one. Yes. He's 150. Mew is 151. Oh, yeah. Weirdly. I mean, it, that doesn't make sense. But It was whatever. probably a typo. Yeah. No idea what you're talking about. Well, it's Mew fine. too. He's the 150th Pokemon. Yes. Oh, okay. In the original uh, game, he was the hardest to find. Well, he was well, the wasn't... second hardest to find. You had to glitch the game to get 151, which was Mew. Uh, I mean, Mewtwo wasn't that hard. He was in a cave... 
yeah. near the beginning of the game that you just couldn't get in until you beat the game. Right. You. That's what I'm saying. Like is, twenty he was levels, the most involved. He was like twenty levels higher than you, but as long as you kept the master ball, you could just pop in, start the fight, catch him. But now in uh, the new ones, uh, let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee. You mm-hmm. have to fight him first before you can attempt to catch him. Oh, okay. And if you don't level up, he just fucking ruins you. Yeah, I believe that. Gotcha. Ruins you. Gotcha. Wooins. Wooins. Gotcha. Wooins. Mawin. Casey, Casey's student, in case the audience didn't figure out, I don't really play Pokemon at all. Yeah. I think they picked up on that. Are you going to see this movie still, though? Probably, yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll you should. see it. It, it, good. it looks fun. It, looks, it does look fun. It looks, and uh, dare I say it, delightful. Of course, I do... Uh, I do like Ryan Reynolds, so if, uh, yeah. we'll see it. I might not see it like on like in the first week it comes out, but maybe, or maybe you should because that's what we do it's for a job. Kind of what our <laughs> shows. It's why I'm, Look I'm who's talking, to Rob. Right, you piece Fuck of off. shit. Fuck you. <laughs> when did you see Ant Man and the Wasp? That's right. When it came to Netflix. So yep. Have you finally? Uh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so finally, finally seen it. Seen yeah. it. It's shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Wait till we get to Captain Marvel. I'm kind of annoyed because I got uh, advanced, like two week advanced screening tickets to Shazam, hoping to take these two assholes with me, but Nick works. I work all the time. I can go. I can go. Okay. Well, after Nick was like, no, I asked Blake and his girlfriend, but his girlfriend is like a huge maybe. So let me get a definite from that. And if she's out, you're in. All right. Cool. (laughs) Thank you. I'm and sorry just, that I was working we just, when the message came we, out. We just lord our knowledge over him. That's fair. Ooh. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Shazam sounds way better than a dance competition. It's true. Is that what I'm working? That is what I'm working. Yeah, but for the amount of money that I'm making, and I can watch Netflix. Um. Okay. I'm they, really glad none of your employers listen to this. Recently. <laughs> Give me a very no. They know exactly what I do. He can fix okay. it in post. It's fine. Yeah. And <laughs> they know exactly what I do. But here's the deal: it's like everybody goes, "Oh, you text don't do anything." I'm like, "Yeah, for these handful of dance competitions that we actually do nothing, doesn't make up for the hundred other shows where we're busting our ass for sixteen hours." So, mm. for us to be able to sit down and, I mean, that's what we're paid to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm there to like make sure I have to pay attention too. Like, I have to make sure that people aren't climbing on the rigging and. Which has been known to happen, oddly enough. <clears throat> yeah, people try to Good. climb our rails. That's great. All right, Pokemon trailer. Oh, so there's one more that we hadn't talked about yet. The new Avengers trailer. <laughs> I'm familiar. Really? Okay. Well, there's this I movie called. You. There's this movie called The Avengers. <laughs> Endgame is coming out here shortly. They had a trailer. The fourth one. That sounds like something I gotta catch up on. So. Uh, <laughs> So from the trailer, I think I they know kinda, you're joking, but I still want to cut you a little. <laughs> like, I was kind of upset a little bit because they were trying to keep the mystery of Tony Stark being in space, but then later in the trailer, show him walking, him and Nebula walking with the rest of them in their Ant-Man-esque suits, which means they're going to go do some time travel shit. Or so quantum I, realm shit. That too. Yeah. We'll time travel through the quantum realm. And and what i find interesting is are they still sticking to the uh to the edict of nothing in the trailers is uh, can be taken at face value well that and uh nothing in the trailers is uh after the first 20 minutes i have a feeling that in in this second trailer that doesn't hold true yeah i don't think so either i can't imagine it would unless somehow in they take and this is cuz that's a big old hand wave to get tony back on earth 
unless well, I when mean, Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel's hand wave. I was about to say, sure, when she returns, she also brings Tony and Nebula with mm-hmm. her. Oh, well, and we can talk about that we can. Uh, we later can. Yep, in yep. Happy Endings. Yeah, sure can. Uh, but yeah, this, this trailer, oh, <sighs> there's so many good things about this trailer that I, it, it, I just... And Marvel, much like, and I hate to make this reference, but much like George Lucas... Why do you they, hate to make that reference? Because in terms of George Lucas, if you watch the movies very carefully, all the Star Wars movies, his foreshadowing is done very intentionally mm-hmm. and through, Obviously. through subtle things sometimes, whether it be music or whether it be you know the one reference I always use for people, which is a huge sh- which foreshadowing, all you know what's going to happen, is at the end of episode one, during the parade, the song that is playing is the Emperor's theme, just higher and faster, mm-hmm. which is it's it's brilliant, uh, and but it just foreshadows you know the whole well we all know what happens. Um, but, so I'm wondering. But that's the problem is that we we do know what's going to happen because he's yeah. foreshadowing stuff we've, we've already, already seen. seen. Right. So it's less foreshadowing and more connecting the dots heavy handedly. Okay. Yeah. That that's he's better. actually kind of the worst at foreshadowing. Other people who take on his projects are great at it. Right. Well, and that's what I mean in the terms of, like, with this movie, with the trailer, with the past few mar- handful of new Marvel movies, you know, with the beginning of this one starting all black and white, but then leaving the red in. I like it. Gotta mean something. It's yeah. got, it's, like, I was thinking, is it the reality stone? Is it, what the fuck? I don't know. Why, why, why? I want to know why. I want to know why, motherfuckers. <laughs> like, it, it drives me insane. Well... Shut up. (laughs) You fucking Hufflepuff, shut up. I know you're Ravenclaw. I was referring to the art What he did was very Ravenclaw-ish. Yeah. (laughs) Is it? Yeah. So we're talking about... Red is a very important color in all of iconography, you know, in the film (laughs) school. So in our uh, our group chat that we have for the show, (laughs) I had said something about, like, red red is very uh, significant in iconography, and they're going to mean... Like, it was the dumbest, like... I, obvious, a, obvious statement. It just real pretentious. I too have seen fuck. a Quentin Tarantino movie. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, it was it was so pretentious, and and I Kevin came through and knocked me down a peg. I'm just sure like, did. okay, you're right. Uh, <laughs> so I want to know what that's all about. Uh, you get to see fucking Hawkeye's. I'm guessing it's his daughter. I God, I hope so. That's got to be his daughter. It's yeah. got to be his daughter. I well, don't know who she, she would she's be. She's in Young Avengers, too. If I well, remember, uh, also remember that that yes. girl was in her mid-teens, and her and his daughter. When we last saw her, that was seven years ago. Mm-hmm. IRL. Shit. Yeah. It's well, been seven years well, since since they, I, since they filmed that because I think they filmed uh, yeah. Avengers two in two thousand twelve, two thousand thirteen ish. Yeah, but yeah, it's been a while since she's grown up. She, right, you know, yeah. kids do that. Plus, there's been a small time jump, uh, as we all know from the new End Game. There'll be a small time jump, so she's in the right age. So it has to be his daughter. Nobody would. Yeah, and she yes, Hawkeye. In Young Avengers, the Hawkeye in Young Avengers is, is Hawkeye's daughter. Is That's... Hawkeye's daughter kind of like Photon? In the Young Avengers is Rambo's daughter, if anybody remembers that. Well, and we'll talk about this in Captain Marvel, sure but, but Rambo's daughter is Captain Marvel. Yes. Yeah. 
She was also Photon before she, she had a lot of names before yeah. Captain Marvel. But yeah, she is also Captain Marvel. So and that was something I was going to mention too, is that in some of these movies and with this trailer and with Captain Marvel and seeing all these kids, do you think there's... Oh yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to see them as adults, as like the, the new Avengers. Well, I was going to say, are they setting up young Avengers? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. All right. God, and you see, uh, you see Ron, you get to see Ronan again, or well, Hawkeye, um, and finally you get to see who he's talking to. He turns around, obviously. It's Black Widow. <laughs> and because yeah. the kid from Iron Man Three is also coming back, <laughs> is he really? He is. Yes. He is. He is in the. He's in the IMDb for the movie, so he's coming back. Cool. We have three daughters in Ant Man's daughter, Hawkeye's yep. daughter, and Rambo's daughter, who in their perspective movies have all made mention of their future self characters. Mm-hmm. Which oh my is, God! They are setting up for Young Avengers. Hell yeah! Absolutely are. Sure are. And that's the, and I didn't pick it up really until well, I mean, after I saw Captain Marvel for the second time, and then and they've introduced the scrolls, so you can get Hulkling. <gasps> yes. yes. Um, I, who I've I, I I didn't make the connection until after I saw Captain Marvel the second time, and then heard all the the talk about are they setting up for Young Mar- Young Avengers, and I was like, holy fuck, they are. And I, I'm trying not to read anything, but I just saw a headline on Nerdist News about it. And then I thought about it, and I'm like, fuck, they are. They yeah. totally are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're, they're playing a real long game with this one. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that they, I, I mean, even if it doesn't come for another five years, I'm okay with that. Because, frankly, it, I, it, <sighs> cool. Cool. <laughs> like, it's just. Okay, I, now, you, that's, now you've both done that. Now I have to do it at some point. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think yeah. it'll be a nice. You know, as sad as it will be see, to see, um, you know, like Tony, what we predicting is Tony Stark dying and Captain and all the yeah. Avengers dying and blah, blah, blah. It'll be a nice pickup and a nice refresh and a nice restart. And I think the appropriate restart for Marvel to do a whole new direction, but keeping in touch with yeah. what they've already done. Well, and I think I think that's a really good way to bring in Peter yes. and, and Spider-Man yes. into the Avengers. And uh, is give him a fresh new team to work with instead and of him he'll being kind of the, be the leader of yeah 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 instead of him being like the little kid brother of yeah. the Avengers which I, I dig that he can relate with these people and make all these references and I uh, personally I think that the the little scene with uh, Hawkeye and his daughter shooting the bow and arrow will take place roughly seven seconds before she dusts yeah no that sounds Probably about right. right because that would because he doesn't would, have the crazy hair yet. Yeah, that's, Project him to be Roman. That's, yep. that's yeah. what I thought, too. Put his hair in a cool mohawk. Yeah. Which we saw unwet, very fluffy. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I saw a meme about it like, you're halfway through a haircut, and then all of a sudden, shit, I got to go kill some people or something. <laughs> More like that's that when Kevin had his long hair, that's what his hair would look like uh, when his clippers died. Um, yeah. Mid haircut. Uh, nice. Yeah, it looks great. And I'm not trying to push us anything else about the Avengers one. We have a lot. We have one more thing to talk about. We're running out of time. Anything else? Anything else about the new Endgame trailer? Besides, it looks fucking awesome. It just looks fucking awesome. It, it looks great. It <laughs> looks wonderful. I'm, man. I am I, curious why. They're Iron, matching suits, though. Yeah, they're matching suits. Uh, why Iron Man, or I, oh, sorry. Um, Jesus, fuck me. I was about to call him Iron Patriot. <laughs> Why War Machine? He happened like they happened to repaint his armor to be like the suits. Like they had to do that for some odd reason. I don't know. I don't because he still has like Tony is weirdly like territorial of his experimental tech. I think Tony isn't in a suit because he just has the nano machines right. back. Yep. And War Machine, he's like, you know what? This is my suit. I like my suit. So just repaint yeah. the some bitch. Right. Yeah. That's probably because it's space ready. So right. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, um, and that was the other thing I thought about too was, are they going into? They're going I mean, in the quantum realm. I was going to say, are we assuming they're going to space? With these, well, with quantum the realm suits. is spacey. Okay, right. And I was thinking maybe after seeing Captain Marvel the second time because her daughter talks about maybe I'll build a rocket ship, and I'm like, oh, maybe she built the fucking rocket ship because that'd be twenty some odd years later. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, I love all of it. I I'm gonna soak this movie up so bad, and I'm bringing a box of Kleenex every time I see it because I'm sure I'm gonna cry at all the death. Yeah, yeah, crying. Cry. <laughs> well. I didn't say I was, let's never stop I was, doing this again. <laughs> I didn't say I was bringing a box of lube. Jesus. Why do you need a box? I don't know. Shut up. <laughs> don't don't nitpick what I stupid things that I say. Uh, just let them go. Let them go. Hi, we're Kevin and Rob. I don't know if you've met us, but on this show we nitpick the shit you say. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> it makes me feel also good about myself. Good. Yeah. All right, moving that's, that's on. That's our goal. All right. Well, great. I'm glad I have friends like you guys. Because um, why would I want to do... Wait, yeah, anyways. Anyways. Never um, had a friend. Never had a friend. But, hey. uh, <laughs> I would prefer not to have you as friends then. Um, wow. Yeah, words hurt, don't they? Uh, so the Umbrella Academy wow. is something we've all seen. Yeah. I sure have seen some of it. Same. That's okay. I don't think, you have, I don't think we have to talk about the whole thing but i think just in general a general impression of it how far have you gotten i'm a couple episodes in oh, okay i'm up to episode I've, six i've not had so. 13 hours to devote to this film i've been sure. busy so what i mentioned last in the last episode was something that i both love and hate about it and i'm not sure if it's the story that keeps me going or the fact that i feel that there are questions that i want answers to so that's why i keep watching the show but i both love and hate that they drop you right in the middle of a story and don't give you much of a backstory other than a brief introduction. And but they have 13 episodes to let that breathe. They do, and that's fine, and they, and they fill in a lot of the gaps. Yeah. But, that, but I'm wondering, did that keep me going, or did the writing keep me going, like the actual show itself? Mm. I, I think all the actors are great, uh, considering the, the cast that they have of seasoned actors and seasoned actors that haven't been in a lot of big roles. Mm. Like the guy that plays Klaus has had some roles, but yeah. nothing like huge like this. I think he's him and number five are probably my two favorites. And I'm a huge Ellen Page fan. I mean, she's great too, but she's she's uh, she's all right. I I I realize I'm not sitting here paying attention to her. I am absolutely transfixed by the kid playing number five. <laughs> yeah, that kid he just he's so ooh, good. Ooh, he just grabs your attention and does not let go for the whole show. I'm it not impressed just, by Mary J. Blige. I'm okay with her. She, I, I think she's fun. Um, I, I prefer her partner, Cha-Cha. I do, too. I, I do, too. Or Hazel, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, too. Hazel you, is... Um, I don't know. How far, have you, how far have you gotten? I'm on, like, episode six. Okay. So, yeah. No, I, I've got there. I'm there. Okay. Yeah, I'm there for that. What you... No, you have opinions on Klaus. I do. And I, I like the actor. I loved him in Misfits. Uh, when he stopped being on the Misfits, I stopped watching the Misfits. Mm, sure. Um, for two reasons. One, because he made the show less fun. B, because uh, after he left, they started replacing everybody, and all of the replacements were terrible. The show just wasn't any fun to watch anymore. But he, in the show, like, everybody loves Klaus, and I don't get it. Yeah, he's, like, I, I get why they like the character, like for his uh, who he is as you know a, a very eccentric you know drug-addled crazy person mm-hmm. which I would be too if I communed with the dead 
but <laughs> right. right i i feel like he's concentrating so hard on his american accent that he forgets to act good so yeah his lines just feel really flat every time he delivers one of his kookier ones so you're only a couple episodes in get a couple more episodes and then we can come back and talk about klaus because i think he gets better Okay. I think it yeah. gets immensely better, especially after. I would have to. I, yeah, yeah I, I I had the same feeling that you did when I first started watching. I was like, what's going on here? And then as the show progressed, I was like, okay, uh, all right. And yeah. then I I better appreciated that the the issues that you're having with it. I better appreciated it for his character later. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, for the first couple episodes, I agree with you. Like he's the family eccentric, and it's just like, bleh. Okay, he d- no, he no, just no, no, needs no, no, no. to be. It there. has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with that. I'm uh, like I said, I get that character aspect. He's just not delivering his lines very well. No, I know, and uh, what I'm saying is that he's simply like the character is there to fill a role, and the actor isn't bringing anything to it to make it special. That's that's what I'm saying, is that the character is there as the family eccentric. The actor himself isn't doing anything to further that idea, or at least make it something interesting. I'm or not memorable. even asking him to further the idea. I'm, I'm asking him to, to Just come meet on there. par with the idea. Yeah, and, that's, and that is kind like of... When the, he, he like, did this thing with his, oh, when my eyes get all big, and I'm like, you're not... Yeah, it's... it's, it's nice read, Velma. This, <laughs> yeah. Did you just put down the script? <laughs> right, I, right. He's it's, not impressing me. It's no, and that's not. and that's fair. This show must Give, be good though, because one of my friends already got a goddamn tattoo. <sighs> that's that's a lot. That's deep. I, I mean, they I've already got the umbrella it. on their I mean, forearm. Jeez. I, to be fair, I've been thinking about it too, but it's just like, uh, let me finish the show first. I, uh, the, sh- I, I'm not going to spoil anything. I, the show left me wanting season two. Sure. Um, but if they don't, but here's the other part of it: if they don't give me season two, I'm kind of okay with where they left it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they will still be like, "Fuck, I want to know," but I could probably figure out because by probably about episode five or six, I pretty much had it figured out. So, uh, yeah, yeah, you, you, uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> well. By about epi- see see I'm just at the point where you, things are starting to get revealed. He's seen the whole show. You've only seen a couple episodes. I well I let me let me we'll get back to this after you finish it. But let me I'm curious to see if your predictions are true because there's things that happen. Needless to say, <laughs> events transpired <laughs> because there was one part when I thought something and I was like, oh maybe not. And then I was no, it's I was right about the maybe not. It's very much that there are family secrets. There are characters who say they aren't who they say they are. But all, um, and there are some hidden things that have not been like I, that's and and I know that hasn't been revealed yet on the show where I am. Right. But I but that's my guess. And number three, uh, Allison, <sighs> she's amazing in the show. Um, but two, I more or less, I want to see. One thing I do want to talk about is the style of this show. That it takes, 
<laughs> Just right back in. Cool. That it takes place, because I wanted to finish this thought before I, I lost it, that it takes place in more or less a modernistic time, yet no cell phones. They're always using pay phones, or they're using some sort of landline. They're not driving super modern cars, but it's supposed to take place now-ish, and I love well, that. Now, according to them. Right. Yeah. And I love that about the show. Yeah, it's, I, and it's I, very um, uh, Sabrina or Tim River Burton. Esque. Tim Burton, yeah. Tim Burton is a good touchstone for for this show. Like, I uh, like I feel it kind of say like Gotham or Archer. Yeah, I haven't watched enough of either to uh, chronologically ambiguous. Right, and that, and I love it. And I was thinking more of uh, Edward Scissorhand esque sort of, but that was more kind of a fifties feel, but. Um, and what I love even more is that the mansion that they live in, you could clearly tell, like, it, it's in a New York, I believe they're in New York or New York-esque. I don't think they ever actually say uh, where they are. Yeah. <laughs> Geographically ambiguous. Right. It looks like a New York place, and it, 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 the mansion that they live in looks like it was part, it's on a block, but then the guy just literally bought the block and expanded his house by just knocking down parts of the walls into different parts of this block that he bought. And I love that, too. I'm like, that's yeah. fucking cool. Like, where their kitchen is, you can tell it used to be, like, a walk-in diner. And I'm like, that's fucking awesome. And you can yeah. see the part where the hole was cut out. And, it, I, you know, if you had a million dollars and billions and billions of dollars, which they never describe how he really got his wealth. but Financially ambiguous. I know. <laughs> well, they don't for a lot of eccentric of comic book billionaires. Yeah. Because why? Because who cares? Yeah. They have a lot the, of money. The Waynes got money. their money through reasons. <laughs> Mob, probably, but yeah, it's it's a really good series. I highly recommend it. You guys, so far, I mean, you've only a couple. So far, yeah, I recommend it. I mean, Kevin, not so much. Support Gerard Way. (laughs) Fair, fair enough. That's a good. That's a good answer. All right, I'll I'll apprise you of whether I recommend it next podcast. Sure, which will be at Die Laughing Six. Die Laughing Six at seven thirty in the morning, two weeks from today. More Irish coffees for everyone. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, uh, that's where I started drinking hard alcohol again. Because <laughs> you motherfuckers got me up way too fucking early. <laughs> like, I want to get up that early. Yeah. I'm not a morning person. All right. So, nerd grabs. Oh. I'll um, go first. Yeah, go ahead. So, I mentioned earlier that I was at Half Price Books, and uh, I was buying a couple of DVDs of Avengers and... I think I bought Age of Ultron and some other things. Um, but the half-price, and I don't know about other half-price books, um, but the half-price books in Maplewood, is f- they are killing it with like the little merchandise stuff. Sure. So I bought a little Ray Funko Pop figure for five bucks. And like it was you know just kind of out of the package, but it had the little stand and it was a little Ray. And I'm like, for five bucks, hell yeah. And I had a whole bunch of them. Uh, but they really have a good selection of, and it changes quite frequently, of just little toys or little knick-knacky, nerdy things. Yeah, they've started of, carrying more of that. Of everything. And I know the Apple Valley one, I don't know if the Apple Valley one has as much, but they're also a smaller store. But It's also an Apple Valley. I know, but that's... I mostly go to the Northtown one and the... Those are the parts of the city I'm usually in. Roseville one. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the Roseville one looks like either, so... Which is weird, because that one's fairly close. <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're far closer than Apple Valley. Correct, but Maplewood is where, you know, we all know. Anyways, but yeah, I got a little uh, Funko Pop um, Ray, and I, yeah. it's for five bucks. I was like, fuck yeah. Jedi Ray. 
Yeah. And they had different variations as well. As if you collect those figures, you know what they're like. So it's awesome. That was my, that was pretty short, simple, sweet. Sure. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> next. Yeah. So I, I subscribe to Audible and uh, yep. I get a book every month. Uh, and this month's book was called There I Go Again How I Came to Be Mr. Feeney, John Adams, Dr. Craig, Kit, and Many Others by William mm. Daniels. For those that don't know, William Daniels, of course, played Mr. Feeney, but he also was on a show called St. Elsewhere. He was on Knight Rider. He was on. Played the car. Yeah, he was in the uh, musical and movie version of the musical 1776, uh, which it, it, for me is one of my favorite musicals of all time. Just, really? Yeah. <laughs> the Egg. Yeah, I get that. I love The really? Egg. It's such a clever song. I, I dig it. Huh. Uh, also, um, uh, oh, fuck, I'm going to fuck up the name of it. It, uh, Mama. Um, yeah. No, no, no. It's a song from 1776. <laughs> uh, I don't remember the name of the song right now. Anyways, it's it's like right at the end of the first act, and it is heartbreaking and just gorgeous. And it doesn't even include um, William Daniels. It's three characters that are never seen again in the, in the show, and it's it's just heartbreaking and it's beautiful. But anyways, uh, so it's a book Mama about looks sharp. What? Mama looks sharp. Mama looks sharp. Thank you. Um, it's a very sweet song. Anyways, uh, so William Daniels did a memoir a couple years back, 2017. Anyways, I got the book, and uh, it's very good. And it talks a lot about, like, going into the book, I was like, oh, I'm going to hear listen to a book about one of my favorite TV actors. This will be great. And then he gets to his time on Broadway. He spent 20 years languishing in just relative obscurity because he just couldn't get jobs, and he, you know, in the short sort of stocky dude that couldn't get work because he was short and stocky and nobody wanted him at that point. And but it's home. What? But it's home. And that's what I'm saying, though. <laughs> um, it's just, it's that moment of like, oh, in the course of this book, he went from like one of those actors that I admire to a personal hero. Right. And he's in his 90s now and still acting and still doing conventions. Like, he's currently at Emerald City Comic Con, uh, where our good friend Sean Beveridge is right now. And I'm hoping he gets me an autograph of Mr. Feeney. Uh, <laughs> is that in Vegas? Emerald City? Yes. No, Seattle. Oh. So, yeah, I, uh, I got to read that book, and it is... I recommend it if you if you get a chance. Unfortunately, um, William Daniels doesn't narrate his own book because he's 90. But it, it's good. It's very good. Yes. I, I recommend it. He's 92, I'm sorry. Kevin, anything? Yeah, I finally got the Iron Man helmet. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You were saying that last time. Yeah. And then I recently picked up a few games. Okay. Uh, like new ones. Uh, I picked up Anthem. I have regrets. I believe you. And I bought it digitally, so I can't give it back. I tried, and they're like, no. Fuck you. It, it, is, it is the downside. I hear there was a, a short window of uh, PlayStation giving refunds, but when I inquired, they would not. Yeah, jerks. Yeah. So I, I continue to play it, feeling like I'm good. I'm like, well, maybe it'll get good. Is it still glitchy as fuck? Less so. It's definitely less glitchy. I haven't been, <laughs> I haven't been kicked off in a long time. Because it was very frustrating the first you know, week oh, or bet. two. Uh, Blake and I kept trying to play, and we just kept getting booted off the server. It's like, Boom. well, that's, I'm sure glad I paid 60 fucking dollars for this. The premise is fun. Like, when I can actually play, it's pretty fun. It's not quite what they promised, 
but I wouldn't put it as much as like a no man's sky level of this isn't quite what we promised. Um, it's still big. It's still a gorgeous game. Um, it's just not quite as like the, the area hub isn't quite as interactive as they promised. Uh, the world isn't quite right. as big as they promised, but sure. you still get to fly around a fucking Iron Man shoot and suit and shoot people in the fucking face. And nice. <laughs> neat. It's hard to argue with. Um, I also just picked up uh, the division two, which came out yeah. Which yeah. finally released on Friday. Um, I've been able to play it a little bit. Have you picked it up yet? No, I wait for it to go down in price cause I don't feel like spending full price on the game. I get that. Get it on PC. Can your PC handle it? It's not a it's not a, a, a terribly demanding game. Like my last uh, PC was not up to snuff, and it played the first one just fine. Well, this this one was built. My current PC behind me was built by Graham, so I'm sure it can. Yeah, probably could then. Yeah. Um, so if you do get it, try getting a PC. Play with uh, Mike and I. But I, do you play with a controller on the PC, or do you, you play? play with, you can, I I do mouse and keyboard, but I have a controller. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I've my problem with that is like shooter games like that. Like I'm very, I don't feel I'm coordinated in the clicky sort of way, but on a controller sort of way. I'm if you get a a Nintendo Switch mm-hmm. controller, they're mm-hmm. like twenty bucks. The plug-in kinds are mm-hmm. uh, your PC reads it like that. Really? Uh, yep. Uh, it Steam has its own port for it. Oh, huh. and you can even switch. Uh, switch? The, you can even switch the A and the B X oh, and really? Y buttons nice. so that they're like an Xbox. Wow, oh, nice. Um, because the, the Nintendo Switch controllers, uh, they, they still are sticking to the old Nintendo style of the very lower button being back and the right button being go when every other controller, the very bottom <laughs> button, button is go. go. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's kind of annoying, <laughs> but you can switch that. So I just... It like I I play Kingdoms of Amalur and I use right. the, the Switch controller for that. And so when it says to hit X, I know to hit Y. Okay. Just because I have, you know, that controller layout memorized. Sure. From eons of Xbox gaming. So. Right, 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 right. But yeah, it's they're like twenty dollar controllers. You can get them oh. in cool styles. Nice. Uh, mine's a Samus Aaron controller from <laughs> of course Metroid. It is. Of course it is. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, good games. Better than the beta, I'm assuming. Uh, well, the, the beta I didn't think wasn't bad. Well, I mean, um, I'm, right, but I had a few. I, from my beta, I had a few glitches. So. I I haven't had. Uh, I've had one glitch, and that was just I was I left it logged in in the middle of a uh, mission and uh. it locked me out. And then when I came back, I was at the beginning of the mission. I it was starting to progress, and then it stopped, loaded, and then put me back at the beginning again. Ugh. I don't know why that happened. <laughs> it was I'm sure it was just. Because I left it running, it was having connection issues. But uh, we, after that, it was fine. Were we correct in saying that they, since it was a beta, that they filled in some of the gaps of like the voices and yes. the character selection is better? And- oh, the character selection was way better. The skills are cooler. Um, oh. You only got, like when you picked a skill in the beginning, it mm-hmm. was just like like the chem launcher. It was just that right. you launch chemically, you shoot it, lights on fire. Well, now each of those skills has like four different variants. Okay. So there's that one. There's one that fires uh, basically mustard gas and causes <laughs> damage over time. There's a nice. healing one where you can you, heal, where you can shoot healing gas at people. <laughs> I don't know what the technology of that is supposed to be. Uh, so yeah, each skill actually nice. has like three or four variants. Nice. Um, and there's a new drone called a firefly. Sure. Which I, th- I think I'm going to pick up because it will 
um, fly around and uh, exploit like exploding barrels or other environmental things no. that will kill them and start setting those off when guys get near. It's kind of a cool drone. I and had, it looks like it, it looks like this little uh, shaft with like little two wing things. Sure. Like it looks like a little firefly button. Nice. I did you when you were playing the beta and like I had the drone and I had like the rolling grenade. I couldn't fucking get them to do what they should do. Like the little rolling grenade followed me around for a long period. I'm like, "No, I want you to go blow something up. Stop following me around." And like the drone, I couldn't get to like drop the bombs where I wanted it to drop. Well, you have to with the drone, you have to you have to press and hold it to select an area for it to go to. Right. Um, I couldn't seem the, to get it to do that. The drone ball I didn't use, but uh, my brother did. And it would follow him until we got into a firefight. And then it would find some. And then when he highlighted it, it, it would go do its job. Oh. Yeah, maybe I just couldn't figure it out. It was part of my too many buttons, too many things happening at once <laughs> problem. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so far, uh, it, I'm finding this one to be far better than the first one. Um, oh. It's... Luke and I were talking about it. it uh, yeah, it like I feel like my like the gun fighting mm-hmm. feels better. Like I nice. feel like I'm I you know in the first one I remember having to empty like three clips into a dude in this one. Like I feel like the my shoe sting is doing damage. Right, that's good. And even in kind of in the beta, they it was it was it felt that way too. Or and like you could do cooler things like shoot over when even when you're hiding you could shoot over a lot more cover based combat in yeah. this one. They're really pushing that. <sighs> Thank God because it's fucking annoying because it's more realistic when you can shoot over something. Mm-hmm. Although it should be just blind shooting, not like I can aim and point <laughs> and shoot. But that's okay. I'll, I'll deal with it. Anything else? No. No, that's it. All right, well, um, that wraps it up for this episode, but stay tuned afterwards for our happy endings where we would gladly spoil the fuck out of Captain Marvel. So please stick around for happy endings. Yeah. You can find us on Geek by Numbers along with the rest of our wonderful Geek by Numbers stuff, uh, including Villain Coffee Hero Tea, WD Carousel Podcast, Winner is You, Late to the Party, Digital and Vellum, and of course, spoilers, sort of. Um, you can catch us uh, in two weeks at Die Laughing 6, which is at the Phoenix Theater if you're in Minneapolis. Otherwise, you can stream it online. It is 50 hours of comedy starting Friday night, the 29th. Please watch it, donate anything. Yeah. You know, that's a great cause. That's why we do it. It supports them, it supports our friends, local comedy, local artists yeah. doing their thing. And there are going to be a ton of great There's acts this so year. So many. It, just go to the website, dialaughingmarathon.com, uh, and just click on the schedule button. You'll see so many different things that mm-hmm. you want to see, as well as, you know, little us. Right, um, and and what I love about it too is it's not all. I mean, while some of it is adult content, there's also stuff for everybody. There's some it, great family friendly stuff. Absolutely, yeah. there is, and um, you know, later at night that gets more adult friendly, and that's okay too. And ours will definitely be adult friendly early in the morning, but it'll be a fun time. And like I said, we really enjoy doing it. We really enjoy supporting that and doing it for that cause. We will be at seven thirty in the morning on the thirty first, which is Sunday. So before you go to church, you can feel sinful with us and then go to church and be redeemed if you're Catholic because being a Catholic is like an etch sketch You can shake it off and it never happened. I'm just going to let him flounder through this. It's fine. <laughs> it's not a flounder. It's <laughs> fucking Catholicism, man. Uh, trust me. I was raised Catholic. I'm pretty good at understanding how Catholic religion works, man. Dogma also does a good uh, is a good way of explaining Catholicism <laughs> he in a got fucked there. up sort of way. But anyways, other than that, uh, catch, if you're also in town the last weekend uh, of March, you can catch our friends at Rocky Horror, uh, Transvestite Soup, putting on Rocky Horror, which is a great uh, time. Um, Horror. Horror. Not whore. Horror. Horror. Rock Horror Show? 
Horror? You're seeing Rocky Horror. Horror. That's right. Rocky Horror. Rocky Horror. <laughs> Rocky Horror. That sounds weird. Horror. 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 Nikolaj. Mila Josevich. Moving on. <laughs> Nikolaj. Jesus, you guys. Do you watch a recent episode? Of- oh, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Rob. Were we doing something too long? <laughs> Do you, is, is this an argument we want to get into right now? No, nope, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> did you watch a recent episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine? No. Oh, you'll get the Nikolaj thing. It'll be funny. You'll be like, oh, that's what he meant. Nikolaj, Nikolaj, Nikolaj. Anyways. All right, so uh, moving on. Uh, <laughs> Stick around for happy ending. This has been best threesome ever. Episode number 80. I mean, that's fine. I only had a thing to plug, but whatever. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> you normally ask. I'm sorry. <laughs> you do normally I ask. I do normally ask. I was uh, on a roll. The new episode of Winner Is You is up. Yes. Um, oh, good. Yep. Yeah. Our, our VR showcase. Very, very funny. Uh, we throw in some cool 90s music references, too. Nice. It's all about the 90s. Cool 90s. Shut up. Uh, it's Mr. Vane, bitch. Shut up. 90s music That's rules. That's what I said. Cool. That was the greatest song to ever exist. <laughs> 90s music rocks. Fuck off. Oh, we'll get into my my views on 90s music in a moment so here. So YouTube.com slash Friendship Smuggler to check that out. Yeah, and where are you there? You can also check out episodes of The Layer, too. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I still like The Layer. And because a few of my friends apparently didn't know, make sure to stick around after the credits. Uh, just like any other superhero property, there are post-credit scenes. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Rob, do you have anything to plug? No? Okay, shut up. <laughs> do you have anything to plug? No, I'm good, but fuck you. <laughs> I like Jesus. your thumbnail for uh, Megan's episode of you like uh, that? Spoiler Sword over the generic white people. <laughs> that was good. I enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, I, that was it was yeah. When you say something funny and spoiler sort of, we're going to uh, yeah. Megan's episode is up. That's right. Megan's episode is I up. I think I watched it. I don't remember. It's, that's going to be our first. I think that's going to be our complete season one. It's only eight, eight, eight episodes, but that's fine. I think Ian and I decided that eight was a good number, and maybe normal episodes will be around ten. Eight, eight is 10. enough. Yeah. Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> I was mid sip of my ginger ale. <laughs> nice. I, I see what you did there. Once again, stick around for happy endings where we will spoil the shit out of Captain Marvel or Marvel, depending on how you pronounce it. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, this has been episode 80 of Best Threesome Ever. I'm Nick. I'm Rob. I'm Kevin. And they're going to kill each other. <laughs> All right. Irish fight. And happy St. Patty's Day. Hi, this is Kevin with Best Threesome Ever. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash best threesome ever. Always remember the number, not the word. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at best underscore threesome underscore ever. Welcome to Best Threesome Ever's Happy Ending, a spoilerific review of whatever movie we just saw where we discuss all of the things that got us there. And welcome back to uh, Happy Endings, where we will spoil the fucking shit out of Captain Marvel. So, if you have not seen Captain Marvel, don't listen to this portion of the podcast. If you have seen Captain Marvel, take a listen, let us know what you think, but we will definitely talk about this movie, and we're, like I said, we're definitely going to spoil the shit out of it. Now that we've gotten that out of the way... I, I haven't... No, of course I've seen Captain you Marvel. I can't... fucking piece of yeah. shit. <laughs> and if you refuse to see Captain Marvel because you think Brie Larson hates white men, turn off our podcast and go away. <laughs> yeah. I... We don't need your toxicity, asshole. I think there's a song cool. in that. So, Captain Marvel. Oh 
I just, I had a delayed reaction to him mentioning System of a Down. <laughs> I would like to, I would like to grab my brush and put on a little makeup uh, some days because I want to feel pretty. Um, so anyway, so Captain Marvel. Speaking of pretty things, ah oh, man. Oh, I don't know about that segue. <laughs> that was the worst start to this review ever. Just horseshit. F minus minus. See me after class. <laughs> I wasn't really sure where to go. Oh, oh. Hey, he made a choice. He, he made sure a choice. <laughs> yep, and I went with it, and I don't fucking regret nothing. So anyway, Captain Marvel, uh, who wants to start? I, you, I, go ahead, Kevin. Oh, really? Okay. I, I just saw it Thursday. Okay. So. I've seen it twice. So. I've also seen it twice. Oh, okay. I've only seen it the once, but it's recent. So. Uh, Why don't you go then if it was the most recent? I, yeah. I, I, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see hoisted upon my own petard. Neat. We only got 30 minutes. Hurry up. <laughs> so I, I, I super dug this. I, I loved it. I, so here's my problem. The, the first bit was a little disjointed. Uh, and, and once you get past that and watch the rest of the movie, you understand why, and it makes sense. But like the first little bit where she's just sort of bouncing in between and out of uh, reality and, 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 and time in her life when, they're, when the scrolls are you know, taking an ice cream scoop, scoop to her brain is a little weird. And that was a little tough to watch. But I appreciate Annette Benning in this movie. Mm-hmm. I, I actually did not. Really? I wish they would have gotten somebody else. Okay. Hmm. I mean, I didn't hate it, but I, I just wished. Anyways. So, so overall, the story was, uh, and I don't mean this in a bad way, you guys, but the story was pretty standard. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, <clears throat> two mismatched personalities meet up uh, and, uh, you know, obvious bad guy is there. And time to go against the obvious bad guy. And through this, their little road trip story, the uh, the two mismatched personalities get along, and they mm-hmm. find a cat too at one point. <sighs> Goose. And then you find Goose. out the the bad guy's the good guy. The bad guy's the good guy, and the, the good guy's guy. the bad guy. And yeah, uh-huh. saw that coming a mile away. Yep, right. exactly. Which is interesting because in the comics, the scroll are very much the bad guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're dicks. Yeah, they're, they're absolutely fucking awful. And I actually appreciated the 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 switch. Do you um, think maybe the switch was I not a, not necessarily a red herring, but like he just made her think it was, and then maybe in a second Captain Marvel movie we'll find out she was wrong, and they really are dicks. Still, no, no, I don't think so. Only because. Uh, it was just too sincere. Well, the problem is, is that we already had an opinion of the Cree before coming into this movie, mm-hmm. and so they needed to reinforce that. And I, and I'll be honest, I've missed it uh, because it's been a while since I've seen um, Guardians and wasn't yeah. paying attention enough. But I forgot that Ronan was Cree. Correct. Yeah. Uh, in the comics, by the way, the Kree are also dicks. Yeah, yeah. Neither n- neither fighter in this war is are, are good people. But I think that's actually really well spelled out by. Um, I cannot remember the name of the Skrulls character for the life of me. Talus, Talus, Kalus, Talus, Talus, Talus. General Talus, yeah. General Talus rhymes with Dallas. Got it. I remembered. 
ever needed a girl. Where he repeats that their hands aren't clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, right. look, we're the refugees here, but that doesn't mean our hands aren't clean. It, the war is messy, regardless. Like, we're just trying to find a, grac- a graceful exit right now. Right. At this point. We want it to It's been be too long. Yeah. We need to get out. Yeah, and, and, and I appreciated that. And I, I liked him more as a character because he was like, look, I'm not a good guy. I'm just trying to do what's right by my family and my yep. and my people. Yep. When you talked about the beginning, I it, the first time I saw it, I felt the same way that you did. Um, it wasn't really until the second time that I saw it that I felt it was a really kind of clever way to give a backstory without giving a backstory. Oh no, yeah. Like I I acknowledge that now. I was like, ah, oh, God. I kind of felt like he was like, okay, I get it. Okay, we gotta. They're going through her mind. Okay. But then I realized it was the backstory that we needed to see without having to go. So back when I was a little kid, and then all through my life, I did this and that and this and that. Right. Um, uh, but I, I, I dug it more the second time than the first time. But yeah, it was. I, I do appreciate that the movie just starts out by dropping you right in. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I'm realizing that that is a style of origin story that I appreciate more and more. I do, too. Like I said, like when we talked about Umbrella Corp, uh, Umbrella Corporation, Umbrella Academy, uh, I both love and hate it. Uh-huh. I had a couple issues with the movie, though. Okay. Small issues. One was Annette Benning, and not like in a horrible way. I just, I don't know why. I just, I didn't like her as Marvell. I just didn't. Um, okay. Not that I cared that it, they changed it from male to female. I don't give a shit about that. I just, I, I don't know. There's something just bugged me. I don't know if it was her contact she was wearing or what, but it was just something I just didn't like about I, her as that person. I mean, I'm happy to point out that you bumped on Annette Benning's contacts, but not Jude Law's. Well, Jude Law's bugged me too, but not as bad as Annette Benning's. Why is that? I don't know. Was it her vagina? No. Okay. Just, um, <laughs> and then kind of some other small minor things like the fact that they weren't wearing actual flight suits when they're in a test plane that bugged me. Well, and they were also they a black though, site. They were in a spaceship. Yeah. Well, they should still be wearing flight suits. They were also a black site. It was so. experimental. It doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> she's pulling. She's it's pulling. A comic book movie. I know. Yeah. <laughs> One simple Stop little thing. Holes. And the fact they weren't wearing masks, oxygen masks, that was another thing. That's a comic book movie. It was a movie. spaceship. <laughs> They're going into space. It was pressurized. They had air inside. <laughs> spaceship <laughs> for space travel. My one biggest Speaking of space travel, that was a great scene when they get into space in the yeah. in the one that the the scroll the Quin, uh, the Quinjet the, the Quinjet uh, the adapted Quinjet and they go into space and then suddenly you see like for a second before they turn on the artificial gravity just like the that her hair up in the air and yeah. Sam Jackson's hair flying everywhere. My my biggest problem with this movie was the fact that why didn't she why didn't Carol realize earlier that she could just pull that little thing out of her neck to fucking just why did she feel controlled? Why didn't she realize that she was the only one with a little control device? Because running? she was told that she couldn't control it yet. They, they, they brainwashed I thought her. They, I thought they did no. a really good job of instilling her in her because when she woke up, she already had that in her. Right. And that basically, you know, we have given you these powers. This is this is to control it because you can't yet. You're you're not there yet. You're not ready. So you have to keep this on until you can control your powers better. Yeah. I would believe them too. Yeah, especially true. having no memory of what happened. Yeah. They're like, oh, you blew something up and you lost your memory, so we have this thing in your neck. 
Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I dig it. No, no, no. That's fair. Yeah, I thought I that get was. It. I thought that it's, was very well explained without you know having to hammer it into us. It's the same concept as like I want to say Harry Potter, and I feel that I'm not going to get where I want to go with that. Um, but I think I know the connection you're trying to make. You know, Harry Potter is not the way to go. Yeah. Did anybody else want fucking Carol and Rambo to get together? Because I did. I was like, you best friends? No. I no. like them being best friends. Yeah, I like them being Mostly best because friends. with the Avengers trailer, I really want her and Thor to start knocking giant space boots. <laughs> <laughs> well, there yeah. is that too. Uh, but I was, I, I don't know. I felt that there was, they were trying to, I felt, I, I liked them as best friends, but I just felt that there was more. Hmm. I guess I didn't feel that, but then maybe you're more woke than, than I am. I don't know. Yeah, I never got anything. I like didn't this. catch that. I just, yeah, I don't know. Them just, being friends and space partners. And that's fine. Oh, just, eh, that, there it is. Never mind. Space partners. Uh, like co-pilots. Yeah, I gotcha. Wingmen. Wingmen. Wingmen would be better. Wingwomen. Wingwomen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Special friends. I really did Good like friends. It. I really did like this movie. On a farm of state. Uh, <laughs> I felt... <laughs> <laughs> Even though... <laughs> Even though people say that they this isn't a filler movie, it is a filler movie, but it's a good filler movie, much like. But to me, it was it was on the same level as Wonder Woman, where it was a, yes, it was a, a filler movie, but it wasn't a filler movie like Thor was a filler movie, the first Thor, where this was just a good a good story, a good movie, a standalone movie that you didn't need to fill any. I didn't feel like Thor was a filler movie at all. Thor set up the entire Avengers. Yeah. I felt it was Thor. Thor, 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 is Thor the, gave us all of the setup for the yeah. Avengers movie. Thor's the Keystone. Yeah, um, Captain America was a filler movie. Yes, it was. Well, maybe Captain America. Oh no, yeah, Captain okay. America. So Captain America. That but said, my point being is that I felt that in the likes of with Wonder Woman, and Iron Man two. <laughs> yes, not Iron and Man Iron Man three. Well, Iron Man three could have gone away. And Thor two. And the first Ant Man. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm done now. Okay. For the third time, much like with Wonder Woman, it it filled, well, it was well, not a filler movie, but a something, an in-between movie. It was a standalone movie on itself, and that I really enjoyed Wonder Woman. I thought this was a lot better than Wonder Woman, even though I really, really, really liked Wonder Woman, and it had the better ending, because <laughs> Wonder Woman's ending was kind of stupid, but I felt that this one was a lot better, and it... it I was happy with it, and I was at first. I didn't realize that until I saw the credits that Lee Pace played Ronan again because he seemed a lot tamer than he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, it was before Cause he wasn't Guardians because yeah. he wasn't all crazy from Infinity Stone. Yeah, uh, that's right. but that was kind of fun, and the humor was great. All the '90s references was great, and I think part of the humor was, although we all grew up in the '90s. You know, like waiting for a thing to load was like a norm. You're like, mm, okay, but we all laugh now because we know that it fucking took forever. Now you can just load a CD and it's there. So I, I don't know. I really liked it. I dug it. Yeah. I, I think the humor was exactly on point. Good cultural references. Actually, the one I hate, the, cult, the one cultural reference I actually hate from this movie was the one I loved the most in the trailers, the blockbuster. What? Okay, we get it. We're in the '90s. Let's move on. And it was useless after that. Like it was like, oh, okay. So she landed in a blockbuster just so she could, just so the movie could specifically say, "Hey, we're in the '90s." I'm like, okay, fine. I didn't need that. 
is what I'm saying. I didn't. That's okay. But as for like other references, oh my God, I never know I needed I'm just a girl during a fight scene, but I need I'm just a girl during a fight scene every time now. Yes, Kevin? Would you like to retroactively go back and put it in like a Thor versus Loki fight scene? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, I would. For me, Captain Marvel, I don't know, every, you know, being somebody whose formative years were in the 90s, Captain Marvel felt very familiar. There were some times when it, with Blockbuster, where it was forcing the point. Yeah, and that's, I think that's how but I But there felt. were others that I, uh, that I really enjoyed. Like the fact that half the movie she was wearing a Nine Inch Nails shirt. I super dug that. I, like, I didn't think about it. Uh, and there was a complaint I saw online that, that bothered me. And that was, somebody said, well, how does she know how to use all this technology? She, she, she was from Earth. This is subconscious knowledge. Like people who get yeah. amnesia forget you know forget faces forget, forget their loved ones but can still pick up a remote and turn to abc and turn on Roseanne. exactly like, the, yeah. like those are those are like motor function those are motor function skills that yeah. you don't forget um and it that's one of those things that i'm shocked that people need to have their hand held for a little. um annette benning as as marvell i didn't I didn't mind that they, they changed Marvel to a, a woman. I thought it made the the origin story more important. Sure. I didn't hate Annette Benning. I just she was very neutral for me. Okay. She was like, Oh my god, Annette Benning. I was just like, Okay, yeah, cool. How did you guys feel about Jude Law actually being the villain? Like I said, I saw it coming a mile away. Well, yeah, but it's hard, it, hard not to. Yeah, yeah, hard not to. But but uh, in in the actual concept of the idea, my my favorite part was the very very end, where he's like, "This is the moment." Yeah, where he's beating his chest, like, "Fucking, you gotta take me, bitch." Yeah, let's fight for real. And she's like, "Nah." <laughs> <laughs> no, that that was pretty good. Like, and I, I think that is a really good moment where <laughs> it's a little bit of you know speaking directly to some people in our community (laughs) (laughs) without a doubt but i didn't mind and it was uh, again with the i think it's funny that the went right before she stole that guy's motorcycle it was like uh, you know give us a smile oh yeah which uh people thought they had put in after all of the oh she's she's too stoic she's too serious which anybody who's seen the movie would know she's she's very fun uh, she's a goon throughout the entire thing has a very similar uh sense of humor to stark yeah with how she she delivers her comedy yeah but no and people thought they put that in she's like no we just we filmed it like that so I think it's kind of ironic. <laughs> yeah, we filmed that. Uh, filmed it like that. Why is that a common thing that happens? <laughs> Do women get that on the streets? Weird. What is this? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think there are a lot of really good commentary moments in this movie too, like like that, and then like Jan Rog at the end of the movie where he's just like, "Oh yeah, no, all of this was to to prep you to be a good to be a better you know Star Force leader." Da da da. I definitely wasn't, you know, but I'm the masculine one. And so I'm still going to win here. Let's go. Yeah. Like it just, I enjoyed the commentary moments. I didn't think they were overly preachy. Do either of you watch Dragon Ball Z at all? Like I have like at all. No. So (laughs) one thing I kind of enjoyed was how, uh, when she fully powered up, um, and she kind of lit on fire and her hair, 
kind of spiked up and like it made and then you know she's firing laser beams out of her hands i'm like this really makes like an actual dragon ball movie look very viable (laughs) yeah not that dung heap that they put out a few years ago yeah. Which is closer to the original Dragon Ball than anybody wants to admit. You just won't admit the original Dragon Ball is bad. <laughs> I, I like the original Dragon Ball. It wasn't. You no, know, I. I'm I with still you. watch it, it. It's just not good. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> and and the Dragon Ball movie, like it's it it's directed at a different audience than Dragon Ball it's Z. Very much is. And the 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 Dragon Ball movie, while of course not being good, uh, or following a lot of the the story points of Dragon Ball, as far as tone, very similar. Oh yeah, yeah. But anyways, we're talking about Captain. We are Marvel, talking about Captain Marvel, not Dragon Ball piece of shit. Still a '90s reference. Eh, fair enough. Okay. Um, okay. But yeah, the the soundtrack was outstanding. Oh, that was good, right? Oh, give me more. Uh huh. I'm with you. Oh no, that was that, I, that was a perfect. Like the only one I'm really remembering right now is No Doubts. I'm just a girl. Oh, so but there are others, and I I can't remember what they were at all right now. There was salt and pepper. There was yeah. Uh, there was salt and pepper. I forgot about that one. And then um, there's a whole bunch of other ones. Like, oh, Nirvana. There was, there Nirva- was Nirvana. There was Nirvana, and I don't know how I felt about you that. You felt fine. <sighs> um. Okay. So the one thing that I think really, like, really bothered me was their explanation of Fury's eye. <laughs> with the flurgan scratching it, scratch. Yeah, that was like. Weak. Are his scratches infectious? Because apparently, because it fucked up his eye, and then because when I was watching, when I was those watch- claw marks were huge afterwards. Yeah, because when I was watching Avengers, I was looking. I'm like, is the makeup the same? And it is. It, you can clearly see like three scratch marks. So I don't know if that's the true storyline behind how he lost his eye in the comics or not. It, no. it isn't. No, no, no I not figured it shot, was. If I recall, uh, yes, because I so. thought that in Winter Soldier he made the point about you caused this to happen or something too. I mean, like last time, I I trusted you. I lost an eye or something yeah. like that. Unless he was his boss during that time. And that he told him to kind of, like the well, backstory that we don't see is that well because his boss was oh that's right the yeah, scroll yeah, guy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but I mean the, you know he took the form of his boss who just happened to look like the same actor right <laughs> uh-huh. yeah definitely not Robert Redford's character yeah. yeah um so it's yeah there was that felt a little and that's what bothered me is that felt a little oh well here you go yeah you got some young Coulson too that said I like the origin story of his eye. I think, I think the uh, ultimately, the ultimately the, the idea behind it, like, <laughs> and I did enjoy the, the couple of moments, the red herrings in the movie where the, where something happens to his eye and he's like, Nope, Nope. It's okay. You guys don't worry. And then he gets scratched by the fucking cat. And it's just like, Nope, that's good. I, I, I appreciate that. It was just a fucking cat scratch. Well, alien cat scratch, but still, Flurkin. Flurkin. Oh, <laughs> uh, Flurkin. No, goose. Oh, that final credit scene. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I was hanging out with, uh, with our friend Sarah last night, and she had mentioned during that scene, you know, she j- just cackled forever, as Sarah is wont to do, um, because she she owns cats, and she's like, that's that's exactly how life goes. Like, <laughs> That's the sound that wakes you from dead sleep. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
and so she just she cackled forever just because she understood exactly what was happening. Well, I want to know what happened to the cat now. Because oh, he clearly like kept the cat around, right? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe just died of old flurgan age. I don't know how long do flurgans live. I don't know. I did like how he added in mother. Flurkin, I did actually. add. There's a K. Ask how he or did like how he threw in the mother flurkin. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. Wow. So I had I had very few issues with the movie, and the ones I did were minor. Oh yeah, all minor, super minor. Like there's nothing like ruined the movie for me. Kind of like I'd mentioned earlier that uh, the lead scroll guy, how when he was in scroll makeup, you could tell he was talking through a prosthetic teeth thing. But mm, sure, because I know that actor, and I, I I like him as an actor, and I think he's a great actor, and I thought he was perfect for that part. And that poor science uh, scroll guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Like anyone who was a scroll, but not the main scroll. Fuck. But then I wondered why didn't they just recloak after they got on board? Why didn't they just recloak the ship? Because obviously nobody could find it. And so when Jude Law got there, if it was cloaked, they wouldn't have found him. I just remembered a thing. Continue. Okay. Sorry. Oh, that was it. I was, oh, okay. I okay. was just wondering why they didn't because recloak the ship. Then the plot couldn't continue. I know, guys. <laughs> guys. We haven't talked about the most important thing in this film. Monica Rambo. No. No. You sure? Mall rats. Oh yeah. So we gotta we gotta talk about, we gotta start from the beginning. Like the actual beginning. Because well, they start you <laughs> off just with a punch straight to the gut with the all Stanley Marvel yeah, they intro. Did. Yeah, the so the Marvel logo as it comes in, you know, the old school one where they have clips of the different movies and all the different characters in the Marvel logo. Well, this time they replaced it all with Stanley's cameos and oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> That's then, right, bitches. Thanks I'm, for everything, Stanley. Yeah. Like, oh, Thank you, Stan. Like in the theater. I'm tearing up just thinking about it right this now. Was just the night before release, so you know it was nothing when there was in that theater. Everyone was like, oh, you sons of bitches! <laughs> yeah. oh. No, in no. my theater, a week after it was released in my theater, people stood up and clapped. Oh, yeah, we yeah. got, it no. definitely got applause. Yeah, no. yeah. Um, and so just like, oh, oh, that was just, that was heart-wrenching. Motherfuckers. Motherfuckers, <laughs> just manipulating us right from the beginning. <laughs> and then, and then you get Stan Lee on the subway or on the on, on the, the train, train, train. In, in L.A. and he's reading the Mulrat script. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> are they in like, L.A.? Enough yeah. said, true yeah. believer. Enough said, true believer. <laughs> Enough said, true believer. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just I wonder like, if they oh. just took the line from the movie and just they, they yeah. must have. Yeah, yeah. they must have. It, uh, the, the script is also the same logo too. <laughs> and actually, yeah, Kevin is. Smith put out a video a couple days ago where, like, he he is sobbing through oh. the video, just like they put me in their movie. They gave him credit, yeah, and that's fucking yeah, that's pretty huge. Yeah, Kevin Lee or Kevin Lee, <laughs> Kevin Smith was pretty. Set back by that. I don't think he knew. Well, no, he, he didn't know. He didn't I know. I thought that they, to use the name, they must have had to at least ask him. I uh, no, they have to go to the production company for the logo stuff. They don't have to tell the writer shit. It's, he doesn't. He doesn't own the rights. He doesn't own the rights to the movie. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That was a Miramax. Miramax. That's no, right. Mall Rights is uh, pre Miramax, I believe. I thought that was their first Miramax movie. No, it's Miramax, and I just realized something. Disney didn't have to ask for shit because Disney, Disney owns, owns Miramax. Miramax. Mm. They didn't have to do shit. They didn't have to tell him anything. That was Th- theirs. That was theirs their already. Problem. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. 
Aha, yeah, aha, yeah. I thought that was her, his first, like, I worked with Miramax, and it was... We Sherlock Holmes the so shit out of that. For some reason, I thought Chasing Amy was the first switch over uh-huh. to Miramax. I don't know. Um, I know in in uh, subsequent productions, it was released by Miramax. No. Yeah, so, yeah, it was a nice... Yeah, fuck. And then he gives that little smile. It was a nice fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley? Was. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Nice mind fuck. Um, and then he gives that little smile, and she gives a little smile back. Oh, I like, yeah, I know. Ugh, they then, put Stan Lee in his own universe, too. Think finally. Kevin Feige put out a thing saying, we're running out of Stan Lee tribute shots. Like, they're running out of his cameos. Wasn't uh, Endgame supposed to be his last one? Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that's all they got left. Yeah. yeah. So um, uh, I like the internet. Maybe the internet. have one for Spider-Man. I was about to say, do they have one for Spider-Man? I don't know. Oh. I think they have one for Endgame, and that's it. Um, the internet has... Uh, has uh, decided that they are going to proclaim the next cameo star <laughs> and a lot of them are actually saying Kevin Smith now and I'm like mm, he's never actually written for Marvel he isn't yeah maybe yeah. I, I, I don't think we can get one Joe, Joe Casada just doesn't recognize him all enough no. as a human being yeah yeah I don't and Rob Liefeld is human garbage Hugh so Hugh Jackman, yeah. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. I don't. I love Kevin Smith, but I honestly don't <laughs> wouldn't want him as the new cameo star. I, I don't think I would either. Um, I mean, I really do love him and all his work, but I wouldn't want him as a new cameo. Yeah. Maybe I don't know who somebody. <laughs> I, I don't. don't know. I don't think we need one. I think it's no. I it should be Stan Lee's thing, and that's it. Yeah. If they continue to do like like they did with the Daredevil series, put him in pictures and shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay with that. And if his estate allows it, I'm sure they will. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure they will. It'll put him in like a a movie poster in the background or something. Yeah, Excelsior, Stan. <laughs> uh, exactly. Man, this movie. Oof. It is too bad that that's the only thing I cried at in the movie. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. I don't think this movie was supposed to be the, the, the huge they, Marshall Rock. There were some emotional moments in this movie, though. Like when you just when you find out that uh, Marvel is is basically both the good guy and the bad guy in the movie, and you're just like, oh, like that 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 hit me a little. And one thing I realized, they never mentioned Brie Larson's character as Captain Marvel. They never say, you're Captain Marvel. No. no. They never, other than Veers and Carol. Yep, Veers, Carol. Never yep. give her another name. Because her flight name was Avenger, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciated Is, that. Was that off the comic? No. Was no. It, oh, okay. no, that was to tie in the MCU. Well, I got Which that, but I, I wasn't sure if like her when she was a test pilot, she actually had the test pilot name of Avenger or not. I never uh, read the comic, so I don't know. Well, okay, so I know that there's been an updated origin story, but the original origin story has nothing to do with the movie. No, I was just saying that the... Uh, the, the original origin story for Carol Danvers, not Captain Marvel, because she was Miss Marvel, but anyways... The original origin story is just, uh, it's not terribly forward thinking or progressive today. She falls in love with Marvell. He dies. He gives her his powers. That's what happens. And is this, speaking of the comics, is this the same Captain Marvel that will become Ms. Marvel that Rogue steals powers from? Uh yes. Well, probably not because she, not anymore. She didn't become Captain Marvel until well after. Yes, she was. Yeah, she was Miss Marvel first. Okay. Then her powers got stolen by Rogue. Then in the comics, she became Captain Marvel later, 
after I think she gets her powers back. She does get her powers. Yeah. Well, because she, she's in a coma for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. She also is a character in Rogue's Head for a long time in the X Men right. comics. Yeah, and that's um, that's an interesting storyline, which I remember they touched on in the animated series. Yeah, when they oh, talk yeah, about right. her and Miss because Miss Marvel made an appearance. That's right, she does. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Because she only really picked up her like super strength, like Rogue in the. From and I'm getting this from the animated series mm-hmm. uh, that she picked up like her super strength and flight ability, but not like the glowing laser beams out of the hands. Correct? Because I don't, I don't believe she had that yet. Okay. No, she didn't. Okay. That said, uh, the look of this movie was super solid. Uh, the costuming, the the locations, even. I want to talk about this real quick. Did either of you bump on Sam Jackson or Clark Gregg at all during the movie? What do you mean? Well, because they were CGI'd to look 25 years younger. Did no. either of you ever bump on their faces and go, huh? huh. No. Not Sam, not, Sam's Jack, not Sam Jackson, but... Clark Gregg is yeah. who I bumped on more. A, a, little, a yeah. little bit more. But, right. but uh, Sam Jackson, no. I thought they did a, a really good job smoothing him out. Yeah, yeah they really did. They really I thought, did. I didn't even know that until you said that he was CG because he just looks... I mean, They're both CG'd but, throughout the film, yeah. But I mean, it, Samuel L. Jackson's always been a little timeless. Yeah, it's that's what I true. meant. Yeah. He's kind of been the timeless look. I mean, you can put him in... I just figured he looked younger because he just you know put some makeup and on and the wig. Slapped a little the... Vaseline on him and there we go. <laughs> yeah. He's all shiny and new. Yeah. No, I mean... <laughs> You're welcome. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, Clark Gregg, I bumped on because they did something weird to his face. And, 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 and like every once in a while, like the light wasn't quite right on his face. I'm like, uh, uh, all right. Unfortunately, right. we didn't have to see much of him. Yeah, that's true. But also, unfortunately, we didn't get to see much of Clark Gregg. I like Coulson. Coulson's a great character. Yeah. I, I thought he was a good character. His character has always felt forced to me. Really? Like the whole, oh, the, his death brings the Avengers together. I don't buy it. Really? Yeah, he's always just... Oh. I've never had an emotional connection to, to Coulson. Oh. All right. Like, if I was an Avenger, I'd be like, oh, Coulson died. I'd be like, okay, what about the 37 other agents that also died? Oh, Coulson, <laughs> I'm supposed to care about him? Cool. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, any other thoughts before we get to our final... Let's work together. <laughs> <laughs> before we... <laughs> My <laughs> turn to be the cynic. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I'm sorry, Nick. Go that's ahead. fine. No, that's fine. Uh, any other final thoughts before we get to our final thoughts, man? Um, or any other things that we missed that we didn't talk about? Oh yeah, the mid credit scene. We haven't actually talked about this yet. Uh, so that was actually the scene I was telling you guys about in chat that I had seen early. Oh, uh, oh. But it was uh, there was no sound, so I didn't. I didn't really you see didn't, it. You didn't hear gotcha. what I didn't what hear was it. Happening. I just, I just kind of seen right. what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Okay. So, yeah. So, mid credit scene. Huge spoiler here. Obviously, you should have fucking heard that earlier. Yeah. The mid credit scene, you, you've got, you're in present day. Uh, there's Cap. There's Black Widow. They're sitting in uh, 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 Avengers, Avengers headquarters. headquarters in upstate New York. And uh, the, the death toll is currently rising on their screens from the snapping. And it's just, you know. Somebody goes, oh, hey, Fury's pager turned off. What do you mean Fury's pager? Rhodey. Oh, Rhodey, yeah. Rhodey goes, oh, Fury's pager turned off. What? It just stopped working. Is there still power to it? Yeah, it's on a perpetual loop. Oh, so it just stopped? And then suddenly the camera turns and there's Carol and just like, where's Fury? End scene. 
<laughs> end scene. Yeah, and I thought that was great. That was, that's a very good scene. Yeah, definitely. It's excellent setup. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I, I, it gives me wonder. It it gives me. I I have questions now as to how what where we're gonna start with Avengers End Endgame. Uh-huh. I'm really curious. Probably with Tony and Nebula in space. That's what I'm thinking. And that's what we mentioned earlier about was did in that in that scene where she comes back did she also bring Tony and Nebula with her mm-hmm. because maybe she was like on her way back and was like what the fuck is this or heard his radio uh, thing to Potts or. Maybe. Because um, obviously, like we said before, he's back because in the Endgame trailer, he's on Earth with the, the Avengers, him and Nebula are both. Oh, yeah, I, I remember the other thing that bothered me. What's that? Light speed engine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? Unless like that's their clever name for faster than light travel. Light speed isn't that fast. <laughs> yeah. But probably. Like, oh, it's going to take us to another galaxy. I'm like, yeah, in about 48 generations. <laughs> neat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree. Considering so that, so it, it it I think that was just her name for it. It must have been a faster than light drive because they already go yeah, they faster get, yeah. than light speed with their little jumps. jumps. Yeah, yep. That's what that's what I was just so about I to was, say. I was very perplexed by that. Yep. Um, and it's still bugging me to this day. <laughs> <laughs> what was I gonna? Uh, right. So I just thought of a thing. I I I think I I think I've mapped out the first twenty minutes of the film now. Of Endgame. Tony dies. Nebula dies. Introduce time travel. And that's how they bring Tony and Nebula back. Is because they use time travel. Maybe. Yep. That's, that's what I think. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong, actually. Because that seems a little hacky. But It does. Especially, like, why those two and not Gamora or uh, me burping. <laughs> I, yeah, I would... I would hope that he dies in a more spectacular thing because much like in a well in Avengers where he and uh, Cap meet for the first time and Cap says you're never the one to put your he's like you always have a way out you're uh, you're never the one to make the sacrifice play which I think was brought up later in that movie but I think more longevity wise to the end game where he will Tony will make that sacrifice play mm. I hope I, I want I want if they're gonna die Give him a good hero's ending. Yeah, Give I think I think they go out holding hands. I was just, thinking, <laughs> I was just thinking that. I love this. I want that so bad. <laughs> They're gonna go out holding hands, and Tony's gonna go. Well, here's the sacrifice play. Credits. <laughs> yeah, like Cap's about to do it, and then Tony joins him. He's like, "Well, finally, time for me to make the sacrifice play." Yeah, yeah. exactly. Throw myself on that grenade. Yeah, yeah. 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 And he's just like, "You son of a bitch!" And then they make out. <laughs> <laughs> and or, then the last 20 minutes of the film turned into a porno. It's fine. Yeah. Or what does he say to Vision about it's not for one one person doesn't whatever he says to Vision about the one person. Oh yeah, I think I think Cap and Tony's last scenes are going to be a shit ton of callback lines. Yeah. <laughs> That's absolutely what's going to happen. I still want him to say no shit Sherlock to fucking Doctor <laughs> Strange. Right. Well, especially now that both Sherlock's and both Watsons are in the MCU. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you sure are. <laughs> he sure fucking are. Hey, and he's hey. not dead. He's uh, not. No, he's not. That's true. Yeah. Well, as far as we know, it was the 90s after all. <laughs> I, we don't know how long the race lives. Ronan obviously was a while. Ronan and uh, what's his name? The dude with the two swords? Korath. Yeah, he was. Jimon Hansu. Yeah, he was. Who is 
Actually, liked, like we didn't talk about him at all, but I thought he was fun. He was fun. I liked um, his little sniper. His the little sniper girl was Ooh. something pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Minerva. <laughs> Minerva is her name. Minerva, yeah. Uh, I liked the big punching guy. <laughs> what was his name? I don't remember. Oh, yeah, big, big punching the guy. The one who yeah. told Jima Hansu that, aesthetically speaking, you were very attractive. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the, the gray-haired, yeah. bearded. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I, I dug that, dude. I really wanted Jula's gravity weapons. Oh, right. Yeah. I, the those big, were neat. Those the, were neat. The big punchy guy reminds me of, facial-wise, reminds me of the gray-haired guy on Comic Book Men, who I can't think of his Brian name. Johnson? No. Big, is Steve that, Dave. Nope. No, I know you who tell him Steve Dave. Yeah, the one that wasn't in the movies. Yeah, I know. Oh, Walter. Walt. No. No. Maybe it was Brian Johnson. Maybe it is Brian Johnson. I don't know. The yeah. big guy. In the, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Him. He just reminded me of the beardy guy from Thor, but blue. Same. Oh yeah. Yeah, it does. How do you say that? The guy who I thought was played by. Uh, um, oh, I can't remember his name. Marshall from How I Met Your Mother. Why am I blanking on his name? Fuck. Jason, Jason Siegel. <laughs> What's <laughs> 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 happening? <laughs> so it's back in a big bad way, and I love it. See it, don't see it. What do you guys think? See oh. it, see it. Yesterday, you fucking see it. Go, yeah. go, see it. I'm upset that I took a, a week to see it. Yeah, go see it. Go Stupid see it twice. Paycheck. Go see it three times. I, yeah. The second time, a I, lady. I saw the, a little yeah, bit more. The, yeah, the second time, once you know what's going on and you're not looking for answers, you can absorb more. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was totally, the first time I was looking for two things, looking for answers and looking at Brie Larson's butt. I'm not going to lie. That's fair. I, I mean, I understand. She's a very attractive lady. She's a very attractive lady. It's not what this movie's about, but yeah. I'm well aware. Well, she, and what's interesting is that uh, there are now, I think, maybe two movies where like the female character doesn't have like... Well, I should say the main character doesn't have like sort of a sexy revealing scene because mm-hmm. that's that's rare. A lot of times, especially in superhero movies, there's like a shirtless moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, like the male characters always have to show off, you know, how big and bulky they are. And there was one recently, and I'm I'm blanking on which it was, where the hero didn't really have that sexy shirtless moment, mm-hmm. and it's it's bothering me that I can't remember which it is. Mm. It'll come to me. Mm-hmm. Wally, it was Wally. Wally. <laughs> yeah. Well, she the best you got with her was jeans and a nine inch nails t shirt, or like her workout outfit. Yeah, her workout. Yeah. She was wearing a rock t shirt and every either nine inch nails. She was wearing Guns and Roses, and I forget what the last band was that she was wearing in the last scene. But I don't know. I forget. But anyway, she. Was I, always, I did super dig that 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 outfit she steals off the mannequin though. That's. <sighs> That was that oh. was peak nineties. Peak nineties and super badass. Still around her waist, yep. leather jacket, and then yep. Samuel Jackson makes reference to it when they get to the shield base. Like, take off that flannel. You look like a somebody out of Seattle or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, go see it. Um, Definitely go see it. This is a great film, and it's it's the perfect ramp up. It's it's Black Panther. It's this year's Black Panther for me. Yeah, well, yeah, I'd see that. Uh, so yeah, this has been Happy Ending. Venom. It was Venom. Oh, yeah. Okay. If, if anything, he was the, like the opposite of your yeah. usual sexy hero. Uh-huh. He, like the whole time he wore the same like gross, sweaty hoodie and was like sure. just in a constant state of melting the whole time. Right. And it's Tom Hardy, so you know, you know, you know he's cut. So. Yeah. You yeah. know that dude's ripped. 
Yeah. No, yeah. He didn't take his shirt off at all, did he? No, he didn't. He wow. didn't have a like even when he got in the yeah. like the tub. Didn't even pay attention to that until he just said He that. never had the, the hot Ooh. shirtless scene that most superheroes have. Sure. It's true. Nice. I didn't think about that. Good point. Very good point. Well, that's a great point to end on. So uh, <laughs> shirtless shirtless scenes are not like the lack thereof. That's a great. Oh, my God. You, you are just on point with the segues today, man. I sure am. 100%. I'm on fire because that's how I roll because I've had three Irish coffees. Because <laughs> uh, it's St. Patty's Day. So anyways, uh, this has been Happy Endings for Best Threesome Ever. I'm Nick. I'm Rob. I'm Kevin. And we will see you next time. The views held here by the nerds of Best Threesome Ever do not directly reflect the views of nerds everywhere. 